Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, 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 huh? it's my show, I can open it any way I want, um, <laughs> I'm in a good mellow space right now, I just wanted you to know that. <laughs> I just watched, I got a little high, and you know what? I'm going to mention when I'm high. That's what I want to do. I've decided I'm changing the rules. You know, I used to, someone told me once, don't mention it, because it's like, whatever. I'm like, I can do whatever I want. <laughs> I realize what I'm saying sounds ridiculous. Like, they're my, they're my worst problems. Anyway, so uh, that's all good, and it's nice. So this is the show today. I don't know why. I, I feel like I needed to come on in the beginning and say hello to you fine folks. <laughs> so uh, that's that. Um, it was a fun show. <laughs> all right. That's all. I got nothing for you. Right, hey, the podcast festival. Today, tomorrow, Sunday, we're there. 11 o'clock Sunday. That's our show. It's going to be fun. Seriously, if you want to wear your pajamas, wear your pajamas. Be comfortable. But don't wear your pajamas if it's a pain in the ass. Just do it if you want to wear your pajamas and it's an excuse to. If you're more comfortable not wearing your pajamas, then don't wear them. (laughs) Hear me? You hear me? (laughs) All right. That's all I got. Now entering... Nerdist.com. All right, let's go. Uh, recording. We're recording. Mm-hmm. Did you get my funny joke? I didn't. You want to do it again? I said, <laughs> <laughs> normally I don't drink before the show, but I don't feel normally today. <laughs> it's funny it was stuff. Funny the first time. Well, because you heard A it already. That's funny guy, Todd Glass. Don't fuck. If you don't oh, wait, did you play call the me back this time. You're not wearing headphones. I know. Why'd you play it? Oh, you trying to get me started? 
Erase that part I called Daniel a dumb fuck. People might not get I said it affectionately. <laughs> <laughs> I do laugh like Krusty the Clown. Don't don't play it. Okay. Ugh, gross. <laughs> Alright, don't don't play it now. Oh, I'm not happy about that. All right. I haven't heard Adobe and doing you. I haven't heard it's, it's scary. It's dead on. He did uh, <laughs> his and his Pete Holmes is dead on tail. He did the in in Toronto. I'm staring at him doing it. and I don't know what he's doing. Then he does the 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 stamp with I stamp my foot when I turn and I just bang my foot on the ground and I'm like out of my mind. I go, "Are you? Oh my God, that's me!" <laughs> it's like the crowd watched me realize he was doing me. You know, because I know one part when he goes, "What if I do that? What if I?" But he got some new the new laugh too. It's you he's know. Good. All righty. Everybody, get let's get into it. I think that's your cue, Chris. A very funny guy, Todd Glass. If you fucking call me back Hello? Time, yeah, I'm calling to get on the air to talk to the Todd Glass show. I was wondering if he was able to come to the phone right now. I would ask him a question about the show pertaining to your opening uh, jingle. I gotta be honest, and I don't know if you're gonna play this or not, but I wish he wouldn't open, interrupt that opening theme. I'm trying to listen to it. And Let me know that. It's just, and I do have a good sense of humor, but when you're playing stuff over other people talking, it can be a little disrespectful. So, uh, I wish you wouldn't do that. From the beautiful Las Cienega Strip. Right, I played it right over the that guy's mouth. What is motors? There's fun in the air. It's the Todd Glass Show. Uh, what is this? What the oh, fuck is shit. this? You'll have a blast listening to Todd Glass. Helping your Friday begin. You'll love a show that got Daniel Kino. Honey, won't you download again? You'll have a show that got Daniel Kino. I fucked up. Honey, won't you download again? I think I got it. Green blankets are not a luxury. It's better than the double double tree. Good tubs and showers don't have mildew or mold. It's nothing goes on the remote control. You'll have a blast listening to Todd Glass. Helping your Friday begin. Oh, it doesn't. We know how to do a show. What are these other podcasts doing? Wasting their time at this point. Oh, my God. You got to know. You get people to a certain place. It's just, it doesn't matter. You know, people always ask me, what, you know, what, what they're my advice? I don't, I don't always know. You just... Hey. I mean, I guess this says it. Whatever will be, will be. That's true. 
The future's not ours to see. Well, that's true, too. Okay, said well, It is true. I mean, I guess it's an old song, what but... What will be, will be. That's true. When I was just a child in school... Okay. I asked my teacher, what should I try? All right, that makes sense. Should I paint pictures? Should I paint should pictures? Should I sing songs? Oh. This was her she, she didn't have a wide window of things. What things. did the teacher say? Oh, the teacher said the same thing. It was her French teacher. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Netflix this month, my hour special coming out. Don't, ease up, people. Don't run out to the Netflix store yet. <laughs> the Netflix store? <laughs> sure, they're going old school. Hi, everybody. This is Todd Glass. You love my comedy. You love my podcast. And God knows you didn't get enough of my hour special from 10 years ago. Well, now that's right. My new hour special is available on Netflix. It's right after the Mark Marin Netflix interview. I, I, I get nervous when I hear that music. Um, Brett, how do I say this last name? I'm not going to say it right. Just spell it. H-A-V-I-L-A-N-D. Sent me a very nice email. And I appreciated it, and I read it just before the show, and I go, well, I could either respond to the email or just say it right on the air. Those type of emails, uh, they mean a lot to me. You know sometimes I read something and then I crumble it up? Mm-hmm. You know, it just doesn't mean it doesn't mean anything to me. I read it, and then Paul, Paul F. Tompkins the other day goes, Todd, that sounds a little cold. Like, oh, these emails so much to me. He goes, why don't you just run it through a grinder on the air? <laughs> Oh, this Have email a shredder really, next yeah, to your chair. A shredder. This email, and I got to tell you, this really touches me. <laughs> but it's not like that. It's just you know, I have to you know, I have something I want to talk about it, and then I got to get it off the air. I mean, I got to get it uh, away from me. So, all right, here's the deal. Uh, today, uh, Daniel Kino is back. Hello, hello. Blake Wexler is here. Hello, you can say hello really loud. Hello. There, well, you can say it a little more like a man here. Um, and then Irk is here. Steve Fine Arts is here, ladies and gentlemen. And Eric is here, as usual, and then uh, Chris is here, as usual, and Katie is here. So let's just go. You know what? You're a little... Oh, that mic. You want to know where they get that mic taken away? Too anxious to talk into it. Oh, that's new. That's changed since I've been here. It's because we don't have a guest. You You do have a guest. Me. Well, you know what I mean. (laughs) Um, Oh, okay. Well, I can just see he's like, he's lurching towards it. It's like, not when we ask him something now. Now it's like, I see the... Uh, uh, <clears throat> That's all right. Hey, I'm allowed to make fun of you. Um, the, uh, Krusty the Clown. Somebody said in a tweet that I laughed like Krusty the Clown, and I'm sure they meant it nice. And I went, I do not. But then I heard myself laugh before the show. Do I think <laughs> a little bit? A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> now I know what I laugh like because I've heard it. But hold on. <laughs> Oh. A little bit, yes. <laughs> oh, I'm doing that on purpose, by the way. All right. <laughs> now you're not. Now you're not doing it on purpose at all. No, I'm not. <laughs> I uh, hope you guys aren't jealous uh, or uncomfortable with my fancy cardigan sweater. <laughs> I took that from Blake. He walked in once with a nice jacket. He goes, I hope you guys aren't comfortable with this really nice jacket. That's not going to be uncomfortable for anybody, is it, if I wear this really nice jacket? Anyway, we're going slow today. I'm, like, I say that all the time, but I'm getting better at it. All right, let me fix my shirt. We're all in real time. Uh, getting here. a little hot already? Yeah, I start sweating. 
Um, Greg Walsh. He said that we should say Leno is caught in our air vent. So, you know, like, like, well, what's that in the air vent? Hello? Yeah, it's Jay Leno. Oh, my God. Jay, what are you doing? I'm stuck in the air vent. <laughs> How long have you been there? I've been there since you started your podcast. Well, what was he? Well, ask him what he's doing in the air vent. Ask him. Uh, Jay, well, why were you in the air vent to begin with? Uh... Honest? Yeah. I heard you might get the Tonight Show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, th- I, th- I thought you were going to say, I'm just looking for a carburetor for a 1932 yeah. Dusseldorf. Oh, he would come here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I tried to come in. <laughs> the, the door was closed. So I used the air conditioning vent to get in there, see if they have a 1932 Dusseldorf carburetor. <laughs> hey, Greg Walsh, see, you send in a bit, I do it. Let me say something, because it'll make my whole life easier. Because now I'm starting to get paranoid. I think I might have mentioned this before. A lot of times when people send in bits, they just have the same sensibility of the show, and you do them. It doesn't mean if I don't do it. Just sometimes I think it's better for somebody else to do it, or it's a Rory bit. or It, it just has to spark something in you. It, I don't want to ever feel like, oh, shit, somebody's sending in a bit. But by the way, some of the bits I get, I love, the majority of them. Um, I don't think I've ever read one bit where I went, what? I'm like, oh, I could see why someone would send that in. Like, they get it. They get the show. But you just don't. You think it doesn't spark something in you to, to necessarily do it that week, or I think, oh, you know what, this would be good for Rory, and then you forget. So, just as long as we have an understanding that don't ever take it personally, okay? So there we go, the Greg Walsh. But hey, guys, yes, it's Jay Leno. Yeah, we know. Oh, okay, I'm in the air vent. <laughs> 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 hey, I got a night. Hey, hello. Hello. Who's that? It's Daniel Kino. Oh, can I get somebody in parts? <laughs> parts, can I help you? Parts, Jerry. I mean Jack. Jack and parts. Yeah, it's Jay Leno. Do you have a, a, a tire, a spare tire for a 1920 wheelbarrow? <laughs> hold on, let me check. Let me, uh, hold on here. Let me put you on hold. And I'll check with that. Hold on one second, please, Jay. Hold on. I can't believe the plan came I should have her on my show. Is she making a comeback? <laughs> yeah, hello, Parts. Parts. I'm Are you getting nervous? Did you just get lost? <laughs> in I don't the know bit? what button to press. <laughs> A child in school. Okay, there we go. I asked my teacher, <laughs> what should I try? Oh, yeah, okay, hold on. Okay, I'm ready now. Parts, how can I help you? Yeah, it's Jay Leno. Do you have a, uh, a windshield wiper to a 1420? Horse. Horse. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> By the way, does horsepower really mean like when they go 300 horsepower? Is that like 300? I don't know. I bet it does. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld used to, have, used to have that great bit where he goes, can we just stop comparing it to horses? Yeah, it's ridiculous already. Jerry's right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you picture like, like picture a car. Like, you know, your, your Volvo is probably and what, how, how, what kind of engine you got in that thing? Well, I don't know. Oh. So it's probably on a, on a Turbo. Turbo. 
it's probably like a 190 horsepower, right? That's fast, that car. Can you... All right, let's say 230, right? Maybe it's like a 2.3 liter or something. Can you imagine 230 horses? Like, that's a lot of... I'm going to do I that. I don't think it's I'm going to go to New York, and I'm going to... Uh, uh, Hire 230, 230 horses, horse and carriage. And a Volvo, and see if they can put, pull the same amount. It would be fun to go through New York at a horse carriage. You know why I feel bad? When I was a little kid, I realized I always thought the same way, like from a young age. And I remember being like nine and feeling bad for horses because they were cold. I was like, ugh, in New York. Ugh. They're not. But <laughs> I That's okay. Hey, by the way, I do want to. I'm not even joking around. I, I get I'm in control of this show that if he doesn't, if I really don't want him to play it, I don't care if you do play it. But I have gotten a lot of things about these blankets more for some reason in the last um, in in the in, in the last two weeks more emails are coming in about the people are sending me pictures. Do you know they put the remote control in a little like thing yeah. and it says this remote control has been cleaned. Yeah. We don't know what the fuck the bed situation is. But the remote control is clean. And a lot of people are sending me alright. Forget it. <laughs> oh God! I hate that. Oh my God! I hate, this is the worst moment of my life. That uh, laugh was real. All right, stop! Stop everything. I'm changing my laugh. I want. Matter of fact, what are you going to laugh at? I want to bring in uh, guys. I didn't tell you this, but I brought in a uh, a speech a laugh therapist uh-huh. and. Uh, <laughs> There, she, uh, he's right over there, and he's going to help me. How you doing, sir? You're a you're a laugh therapist. You're a laugh coach. Laugh doctor. Now, my laugh. How? What's the better laugh for me to have? I think if we go more from the heart, less silly. More, <laughs> that's very distinguished. That's good. You that doesn't do seem that. phony. No, it seems very authentic. Very good. <laughs> a little more. You're sipping champagne. <laughs> Ooh, very good. Your cigar just well, burns doctor, out. Doctor, if, if I may interject, that, that, this, that on, seems no, a little very good. inauthentic to Todd. I mean, See, he's a very silly person, and that seems like a very stuffed up laugh. Oh, Daniel, that's why I love you so much. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, doc- but the doctor, here, hey, he is a doctor he of laughter. Doctor. I didn't go to six years of medical school for laughter. Just to <laughs> shat- oh, see? I think oh, he's Oh, it's working. Like your laugh. This is very good. Uh, now compare it to Krusty the Clown to my new laugh. <laughs> you sound smart. Oh, uh, really? Very smart. You're not just saying it? No, I know it. I can tell. And you're loving it, aren't you? I am loving it. How could I even sound smarter? What do I need to do? Like, does it have to be even more stuffy of a laugh? Do a math problem and then just be... Eight times six, drop to ten. Bang! Very good, I'm impressed. You sound rich. Get a new watch. I'm going to jiggle my peanuts. Let's stop everything. We have so much to get to. Daniel, we're going to get to your trip. Daniel got back from Malaysia. And I think that's going to be... Did I say it wrong? Malaysia. That's right. Daniel's got a girlfriend. 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 I love this. I love this. Keep playing it. He loves it. I could just Daniel's got a girlfriend. <laughs> Daniel's got a girlfriend. Daniel's got a girlfriend. Daniel's got a girlfriend. 
Daniel's got, got a girlfriend. Daniel's got a girlfriend. You guys switched pitch in the middle of it. I like it. Daniel's got a girlfriend. All right. <laughs> oh, we made that today, by the way. <laughs> anyway. Is that I mean, true? Yes, we did. Um, <laughs> hi, everybody. How you doing? I forgot to say hi to the listeners. They're the most important. They're the ones paying our bills. We have bills? No. Um, I like this. <laughs> It, re- it really stumps you. You like you catch yourself. I catch laughing. myself. The minute I hear that, if time passes, I want to laugh just like that. I apologize for the tweeter because when I read it, I went, "I don't laugh like Krusty the Clown." You know what? It makes me like Krusty the Clown. Maybe he's a good well, guy. You have no choice now. Well, you're right. What am I going to make? F- well, I could not. Someone could laugh like you, and you still don't like them. But I bet if he laughs like that, he's a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, someone nailed All it. Right. Hold on. Okay. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. I don't know what that means. Um, we're gonna have. I'm, I'm feeling already. I'm gonna have a good time. Steve Fine Arts is here. Anybody who loves Eddie Pepitone as much as me means you have a great fucking energy in the room, and that's enough from you. <laughs> 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 okay. Uh, this was uh, by Fred Rogers. Um, play is often talked about as if. What? What's? What's? What do you have? Someone? What do you? Playing uh, dreidel dreidel during the show? (laughs) (laughs) You're spinning around stuff? Put that pin. Put that pin. Dreidel dreidel. I made you out of clay. That's all I got. got? Put a little reverb. See if it sounds better. Say it again, what you just did. Dreidel dreidel dreidel. I made you out of clay. And that's all that I remember. Because I'm not a good Jew. Nagila hava. I don't want to be. Somebody said they put up on the Facebook page. And by the way, I always want to say this every time. So many nice positive comments. Let people you know you're taking the show in the right direction. Um, but uh, once in a while, Eric, don't tell me what they write on Facebook. He goes, somebody said, oh, if they have any more jingles. That's right. You do not tell me how many Who jingles to play. Who the fuck listens to the show but then doesn't like jingles? I'll tell you. you, might, you I'm going to defend the person it's, listening. It's like, it's like listening to the Sean Hannity going, I wish they weren't so conservative all the time. I'm going to tell you. No, I'm going to tell you. And that person that the person that wrote that is going to go. He really does understand. I don't agree, but I understand. What is they it? like the show. And when we first started, we played jingles, but not that many. The amount they liked, and then they figure that's the amount. So when we start playing more, they go, "No, I like it, but it's too much now." And I love it's the I love Todd Glass, but. And they just – they want to be like the person that said don't eat on the air. They want to be one of the emailers that you go, you know what? That's good constructive criticism. And uh, the, the eating – I've talked about that a lot because that's one. Even though a lot of people said don't – you can shush. People go, you can shush all you want. You know what? Uh, for some reason, I thought, you know what? That's it, – it could be a little harsh. But anyway, so this person's just thinking – and they could have said it affectionately. And I'm going to remind everybody one last time. And, and, and you know what I'm talking about. You have to remember, especially people that don't want to come off mean, lost in translation. Somebody wrote something one day. It's, I would have only known this because it was a year later. A year ago, I would have thought, oh, my God, it was so mean. They wrote something, and at the end of it, I went, I bet they're trying to be funny, and they don't know about lost in translation. Lost in translation and email. Sarcasm could get lost. I don't know this person. Um, and I wrote back, I have a feeling you meant that affectionately, the term I use a lot, blah, blah, blah. They wrote back, you're right, oh my God. I'm like, yeah. What, was the, what was the thing? Ah, you forget. Yeah, no. I forget what it was, but it was something. And anyway, all right, enough, enough. I think we should do a whole show where we just communicate in jingles. I like Katie, it. that's the best thing you said all year. Thank you. 
Except Not not tonight though That's right You like jingles, motherfucker? Hey, um You're lucky I don't You know what I should do if I had nerve? Roll in every jingle we have That should should be the name of your uh... The Todd Glass Show's coming Here's what Fred Rogers said. Hey, hang on, can, can I interject really quick? I love Todd Glass, but that's, I've never heard you actually reference that like a specific thing. That's, that's great. That should be the name of your book. I love Todd Glass, but... <laughs> Wait, that sounds a little... Oh, yeah, that sounds weird. <laughs> <laughs> tweeted that and I think we got an email too I hope you are fucking loving life I hope you here's how you know I'm not crazy I hope you drive off a cliff but nothing happens to you and you know just that you're fine like you land you're like oh my god I'm fine I don't want you to be hurt but I hope you're laughing so hard that you drive off a cliff but you're, you're, you're healthy you know <laughs> you know I'm happy to have a laugh like Krusty the Clown I wish it was like I wish it was like uh, Peter from Family Guy, but I don't think what, he... What's his laugh? Like? I don't know. He doesn't laugh that often. Um, okay, hold on. Uh, this is from Mr. Rogers. I always enjoy quotes from him. I hope I can do this justice. Play is often talked about... Hold on, Chris. As if we're... As, uh, you know what? Can you read that? Sure. Play is often talked about as if it were a relief from serious learning... But for children, play is serious learning. Play is really the work of childhood. Fred, Wa- Fred Rogers, I don't care what age you are listening. If you're 15, you should, you should get how, how great that man was. You know? And I didn't know. I've said this before. When I watched him, I didn't know until two years ago for some reason. I started to go, oh, he was brilliant. I said the same thing when I was sitting next to um, uh, Dr. Ruth. When I was in Israel with Sarah, and she was at the, we went to her sister's a rabbi, and we went to synagogue, and during the ceremony... Dr. Ruth was, was Yeah, there? D- give me a little reverb. I think I talked about this, but I'll, I'll say it again. Uh, we, during the ceremony, the rabbi's like, oh, yeah, and we met the rabbi the night before. Hold on one second. And, I, and uh, he was a really cool guy. And he doesn't, well, I won't say, but... Uh, can't, so anyway, we can't wait for this impression, by the way. He was a really cool guy, and um, I'm not a religious person, but I, but, I, but I believe in love. And I went to the synagogue because he seemed like a... I met him the night before. I'm going to say, it's not gonna, it doesn't matter. No one who is... He smoked, he smoked pot with us the night before, and we had really great conversations. And he was just so great and filled with love. And I saw his relationship with his children, and I just loved this guy. And I loved his wife. And I wanted to go see him... Uh, I wanted to see a service, so we went. I looked see over. See the show. I wanted to see the show. I wanted to see a show, <laughs> and um, I looked over, and he's doing his thing. And you know, when they, when they, uh, they what are they called? The cant? When they go, I am. I am. Yeah. Um, and uh, no, it's not called singing, uh, uh, Chris. <laughs> I would have been able to figure. I, it's not singing. Isn't the word I needed? Um, what's it called? Just do you know the word? Uh, say, cantor, cantors, the cantors. In the Jewish religion, there's cantors. If I'm saying it wrong, the people are like, cantors is it? You'll get an email on Friday. Yeah, sure. Cantors is a deli. I know. But anyway, whatever it is, you'll send us, and then I'll educate myself. But I think I'm pretty close. And he was doing it, and then I saw Dr. Ruth, but I didn't know he saw Dr. Ruth. And here's what I hear. He goes, goes, that's Dr. Ruth right over there. Are you really? I swear to God. He leaned in. And I thought, I looked at her, and that's when I thought, 
ahead of your time. Ahead of your time. A brilliant, brilliant, brilliant woman. To make no mistakes about it, when I was younger, you giggled because she said certain words. But what was it like going through life as someone like that that knew that children and everybody needed to hear these things talked about, that that's, through, that's how you – education – only leads to positivity always always and that's what she knew you have to talk about these things and and then you know and that was 30 years ago what was mm-hmm. it like when she walked around and no one else was doing it and she knew that she was right and i'm glad that she's alive and healthy and you know she they almost know made the- a movie about dr ruth in fact um b arthur was going to play her but then she got cast in the golden girls and had to pull out of the film and the entire production of the movie was canceled because Golden Girls pilot got picked up and became a television show. And uh, the rest is history. Chris is still looking for the Golden Girls theme. Let's see how long. Let's, let's <laughs> give him time. Hold on. Let's not rush him. Did you forget to put it on there, maybe? No, I did, but I guess it didn't play. Hmm. Well, we'll wait. There's no, there's no hurry. Just us and thirty thousand people, Chris. <laughs> it's not live, I mean, <laughs> I know it's not live, but they're hearing this. It's live to them now. Yeah, we're not editing this. We how, do you have it? You better start humming it. Do you know it? Oh, thank you for being a friend. It was there the whole time. He said, "Hey, you know what, Chris? Pause it." Just like I say always, you did nothing. I'm not going to be one of those morning shows. Hey, think, you, know, you couldn't find it. It's not a big yeah, deal. Matter of fact, I don't know why it's I was going. Deal. We'll wait. We'll wait. Because so it was funny. It was funny. Whole... Oh, you want to do it again? No. No, let's do it again. Let's see. Oh, what it's it over. Like. No, no. It's, nothing's over till it's over. Do it like way, <laughs> do it, do it like way later in the show. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, You'll do yes, it again later. Yes. Okay, so that's what Fred Rogers said. Fred Rogers. God bless him. You know, that's the only time I wish people were. Like, I wish that they could know what you thought wherever they're at. Because uh, he would know that. Uh, I'm probably, I, I'm probably his, one of his biggest fans in the last two years. I get. I get how special the, he was. I get he was on BBS, was. right? Yes. And uh, anyway, there we go. Oh, I feel like there's so much to get to today. But it's all good. So there we are. Notes. I know, Very my impressive. notes are good. Hold on. Um, okay. I'm, I'm having so much fun. Um, what is that? That's okay. Thank you, Katie. All right, let's, let's rip through his stuff. Somebody sent me a letter about, is it called Bronies or bro, uh, that, the Bronies? Bronies. What? Bronies. Bronies. And they said, uh, you know, they they're said. They're guys who like My Little Pony. Right. right. And, and, I, and here's what I said. Here's where I'm going to leave it. I don't okay. want people to think I'm trying to be so open-minded that when something actually is good or bad. All I know, I don't know enough about it to make fun of it, but a 15-year-old kid sent me in a letter, and he was very intelligent. You know who you are, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find out a little bit more about them, but uh, I don't just condone something because I heard someone else make fun of it. So I wanted him to know that I got his letter. Um, tweet Family Guy because I really want to do a voice on that show. Just tweet them. That's your payment to the show, and I, need, you, I needed my mom tweeted Kia. You tweeted Kia. When I needed you to tweet Kia for my mom, you have to say things right. Um, and then uh, tweet Family Guy because I have an idea for a character on that show. Um, the serious show. I did the what, – what's up over here? I'm you, looking up the actual Twitter. For well, what? You could just do Seth MacFarlane. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. It's just his name. Yeah. Um, and then let, let, me, let me actually rip through this stuff a little here. Um, the serious show I did with Paul F. Tompkins, we'll probably drop it on Monday. 
We'll probably drop it on Monday. And I got that all off my head. I, look, I did my best to do a great show. The show that I did on Monday was basically uh, – I get, I, I get a lot of emails, but I hope, it, if, I hope this is appropriate for many, many people. But there was one letter, one email I got from a, a, a gentleman, a kid, and then another email, one from a guy, one from a girl, and they both said they were having trouble with their parents. And I said, if I did a podcast, could you get your parents to listen to it? And even if they listened to the first 20 minutes where we're directly talking to them, and they both said they think they could. So that's how I did it. you know. And it's, I do repeat some things I've said on other podcasts because I want it all isolated in one podcast. I can't go, oh, listen to 10 minutes here and 10 minutes there and five minutes there. So I, you know, we did two hours, but the first half an hour or 45 minutes is directly to, um, uh, I think it's Brent, never mind, never mind, I don't want to say that, it, it doesn't even matter, but I don't want to say the name, because uh, I was asked not to. It was to, 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 to a, a young, a young man and a, and a young woman who are having trouble with their parents, but it's, you know, it's obviously covers a lot more than that. So there we go, Zach Cody, always saying good things. I don't want to just read the negative things. You always say good things on Twitter, nice things. You know how it is. You read them sometimes. That's why social media is great. It can it can make you put a smile on your face. Zach Cody, you're a good man. Um, um, uh, at just a god, you were at the show, I think, in St. Louis or Cleveland. You know what? You're the same way. Whenever I'm checking my Twitter feed, you always say some really kind things, and I just wanted you to know that. Um, Jeffrey, how how do you say that name? Kunkel? Kinkle? Kinkle? Jeffrey Kinkle, same thing. You're a good man. They're nice and short. Um, okay, so uh, <laughs> it's all good. Didn't somebody from Poland? They did. You hear that? Yeah. Hey, it's Maciek from Poland. You're listening to the Todd Glass Show, motherfucker. The Todd Glass Show, the number one podcast listened to in other countries by people who are smarter and hipper than us. So it must be a better podcast. I guess it's true. I mean, jingles don't lie. I learned that many... The Todd what? Glass Show, sweeping the nation like a fuckity fuck fuck fuckity fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> the Todd Glass Show, voted number one by the Podcasters Association of America. I actually read about that. Yeah, that's a nice. Uh, okay, we're doing good. Uh, Daniel, we'll put that over there. Um, <laughs> oh, my God, I laugh like him, too. A little bit. That's Peter. Yeah, I know. Oh, my God, I'm a cartoon. <laughs> Guys, would you lie to me? Am I a cartoon character? <laughs> 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 Daniel, you can't wait to talk about Malaysia. I know. No, no, I see it. I have some. I have, I have some other stuff I want to talk you about. You do. Okay. <laughs> um, so anyway, I'm. <laughs> you good? Yeah. You know, Jerry Sandusky got sentenced yesterday. Yeah, I felt bad for him. Is that I wrong? thought it was odd that he petitioned to to serve his sentence in a juvie prison. See, I have jokes, topical stuff. <laughs> Somebody. Somebody always, you know, I, yeah, I want to get all the listener stuff out of the way. I don't want to forget. Some listener asked if we, well, I think this says it all. Somebody asked, but they said bag of weed. Wouldn't that sound good? More like. Is that a Bob Dylan yeah, song? Yeah, bag of weed, no, but done like Bob Dylan style. Listen, listen. 
this one goes out to our listener, Andrew Pauly. If you're out in the Kansas City area and you want to see some good stand-up, go check him out. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. A bag of weed, a bag of weed. Everything's better with a bag of weed. It's the only hope you'll ever need. Everything's better with a bag of weed. <clears throat> I like it. Bag of weed, bag of weed. Everything's better with a bag of weed. It's the only hope you'll ever need. Cause everything's better with a bag of weed. There we go. What the fuck is being put in front of me right now? What's going on? What 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 is happening? Joe McKenzie, you just don't stop. Oh, same guy. Mm-hmm. He's good. A little softer. This one goes out to our good friends at the Podcasters Association of America. Mention them to ten of your friends and download the Todd Glass Show for half price. Oh, okay, I understand. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. The, Todd the Glass Show, the Todd Glass Show. Everything is better on the Todd Glass Show. It's the best podcast you'll ever know. Everything is better on the Todd Glass Show. Louder. Here we go. Todd Glass Show, the Todd Glass Show. Everything's better on the Todd Glass Show. It's the best podcast you'll ever know. Everything's better on the Todd Glass Show. He's talented. I, he, yes. One, two, three, What's this? Four, five, six, seven, eight. The Todd Glass Show, the Todd Glass Show. Everything's better on the Todd Glass Show. It's the best podcast you'll ever know. Everything's better on the Todd Glass Show. Everyone needs to hear this more. Todd Glass Show, the Todd Glass Show, the Todd Glass Show. Everything's better on the Todd Glass Show. It's the best podcast you'll ever know. Everything's better on the Todd Glass Show. One, two, three. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. The Todd Glass Show, the Todd Glass Show. Everything's better on the Todd Glass Show. It's the best podcast you'll ever know. Cause everything's better on the Todd Glass Show. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. The Todd Glass Show, the Todd Glass Show. Everything's better on the Todd Glass Show. It's the best podcast you'll ever know. Cause everything is better on the Todd Glass Show. This is for the person that said that on Facebook. Five, six, seven, eight. The Todd Glass Show, the Todd Glass Show. Everything's better on the Todd Glass Show. It's the best podcast you'll ever know. Because everything is better on the Todd Glass Show. How come they never, um, 
I'm sorry. I like when I said don't yell into the mic. Chris is like, I was singing. There was a beat. There was a second where I, I, I felt like I was harmonizing with someone in this room, and it felt special. Oh, you hold on. You mean? Let me hear it again. I think the guy. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. The Todd Glass Show. The Todd Glass Show. Everything's better on the Todd Glass Show. They're right. Um, how come? Arch. How come they never go past eight? Wouldn't it be funny if you just kept counting to like here. 36? <laughs> 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30. The Todd Glass Show. The Todd Glass Show. Everything's better on the Todd Glass Show. It's the best podcast you'll ever know. Everything's better on the Todd Glass Show. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24. The best podcast you'll ever know. Okay, now we got to cut the shit and get to business. How long have we done? About 40 minutes. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> you're listening to the Todd Glass Show. I woke up Friday morning and I went to the drugstore and I realized that today wasn't going to be like every other day. Who'd have thought that if I took some time that I'd end up bonding with an older woman getting her blood pressure checked on the blood pressure machine? I looked over, said, How's your blood pressure? She looked at me and she said, It's okay. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> I like that. The podcast noir. Okay. Here's our first. Okay. I think we're, we have everything. By the way. Okay. Stop with the by the ways. I got a great letter. I, this, is, this is to George Carlin. Oh, by the way. Jared 1987. Oh, yeah. I can't wait for this. Wrote me a letter. And I respect, and uh, and we'll we'll read it in a little bit. Talk about talk about radio. And when we come back, we'll talk about Jared, nineteen eighty seven. But but first, bef- lots of laughs, lots of fun, lots of stuff for everyone. Gather around your radio for the Todd Glass Show. All right. So this is actually to George Carlin, not serious, like you know, serious, serious. But but um, when you think about life and what you want to do in your life and. Um, a gentleman by the name of what, what's going on? I'm just, I think my headphones are too loud or something. Uh, oh. Tell me, the jingles are all really low for me. I'm okay. Okay. So we got a. Uh, an, you good? Okay. And what? And how long? Have, someone said they like when we reference the time in the show. Uh, we've done like forty minutes. Yeah, because some people go. Well, they like when we reference it. They said it sarcastically because then they can tell how much we edited out. <laughs> but that's not necessarily true because a lot of times uh, we. I never tr- even thought of that. Well, well, but but you know what? I will say in the beginning days we would. Because I would just say something that I didn't want, you know, to offend another comic or say something about a family member. Um, but uh, you know the comic I'm talking about. Hooga! <laughs> <laughs> that guy. They go and they edit it out. No matter, if I try to say it, Katie edits it out. I'll say it again. I don't yeah. care. The comic I don't like is Hooga! I just had that sound effect in every time. <laughs> so, um, so uh, and by the way, you know what? I just want to make everything very clear with people. When I say, oh, a comic I don't like, um, sometimes I don't like somebody's act, but I always, most comics, I, I think I've said this. What's going on? Wait, is the door? Oh, that's, uh, you know what? Let's do this. Let's take a break, 
and then we'll we'll say hi to Will because my friend Will is here, okay. and then we'll uh, we'll come back. But how did somebody get in here? All right, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. <laughs> Slow down, you move too fast. Oh yeah. You got to make the morning it's last. true. Kicking down the cobblestones, looking for fun and feeling groovy. Get into it, everybody. Close your eyes. The L.A. Podcast Festival. It's going to be fun. It's on this Sunday. Oh, it's going to be fun. We just took a little break. Um, take this, everything, put that on there. <laughs> Everything's good. Oh, my friend Will just came in, so we're happy. You know what, Will? I feel like when the opening of the show, you might have missed some stuff. So I feel like... I think we should do this for you one more time, okay? What's going on over here? Just situating things for you. I like it. I like these. <laughs> <laughs> oh. They say today I laugh like Krusty the Clown, and I was, I'm not going to do it again. You might catch me by accident, but I won't do it on purpose anymore. Well, not, you know what I mean. I, won't, I will catch. If ever I can go into the beginnings of the Krusty the Clown laugh, I will catch myself and immediately put it out. But then eventually I'll forget about it, and I'll do it. But here's the laugh. <laughs> and, uh, that's my that's my impersonation of myself but you know maybe later but but somebody sent in this little thing and i think you know well why don't we just get you know we gotta can we bring the lights down over there on the wall can you turn all those lights out for this one thing we're gonna do you know what i mean every just all three all the way down and then we'll turn them back up okay I think, you know, Will, you're walking in late. You need to hear what we were doing just before you walked in. Uh, Joe McKenzie sent this in. It's a little jingle for the Todd Glass Show. So here we go. I'm going to add a little element to it in studio, though. Go ahead. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. The Todd Todd Glass Glass Show. The Todd Glass Show. Everything's better on the Todd Glass Show. Nothing else you'll ever know. Everything's better on the Todd Glass Show. I got a three, four, five, six, seven, eight. The Todd Glass Show. The Todd Glass Show. Everything's better on the Todd Glass Show. The best podcast you'll ever know. Everything's better on the Todd Glass. Through the house. Through the house. Three, four, five, six. Everything's better on the Todd Glass Show. Everything's better on the Todd Glass Show. It's the best podcast you'll ever know. Everything's better on the Todd Glass Show. Back over here. Yes, you can. All right, so here we here we go. Bring those up a little bit more, and bring the stage lights down a little. All right, there we go. So anyway, Daniel, um, hi. What's happening? Um, (laughs) I I, I can't believe I met I've met Will before, but we never really connected until now. Oh, you mean until we were just like I looked? No, until I saw his car. (laughs) Oh, Will. Yeah, he's got a. Oh, you really like that car, don't you? Yeah. Will's got the coolest car in the world, the uh, 1984 733i. Hello? 
Hello, it's Jay Leno. What type of car is it? Oh, hey, Jay. Oh, you're going to love this. He's got the 87 Series BMW. Well, maybe we should explain to Will that uh, Jay Leno was stuck in one of our air vents. He tried to get in here when they were closed to get a nine, uh, some part for a 1932 Dorf, mm-hmm. and uh, now he's stuck in the air vent. Jay, are you there? Yeah. What type of car do you have, Will? Talk really loud. I can't hear you. I like that. Does it have a 624 bypass engine with the connect air valve that makes the intake go lower when you turn the air conditioning on? Do you lose power on the, on the highway when you're going over 70? You're losing me. Oh, wait, Jay, you're stuck in the air vent? Is that what you said? You're stuck there. Well. So everything is better on the talk glass show. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was stuck. Now I'm enjoying it. Now I'm not so stuck anymore. <laughs> So here's here's the first thing we do is we go in. I feel like we have so I say this a lot, but today this might just be a crazy long. When I say crazy long, I'm talking maybe what what are, what are we at now? We're at like 50 minutes. We're at 50 minutes. Mm-hmm. All right, hold on, hold on. Hi everybody listening. All right, and you know what? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. What am I right about? Okay, so um, this person, I want us to sink our teeth into this. Sink our teeth into this. Who, who wants opinions from a guy who's saying that? Let's sink our teeth into this. Um, I think I just made a mistake. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was great. All right. This person, I don't know if I need, his name, his name is uh, Tristan, what's his last name? Matthias, and I'm going to paraphrase what he said because I, I to George Carlin, I really think this is a great one here. He said that he, he uh, I, I, I don't know. I need to read the whole degree, but obviously, it's a very educated person that uh, with a college degree and uh, um, graduated and was going down one path and very unhappy, and basically had a little bit of a nervous breakdown. You know, a and, little bit of a nervous break. Well, it's the way they worded it. You know, someone that doesn't want to over dramatize. But, you know, they, yeah, I get it. People, you know, and, uh, you know, at, at least you could say wasn't happy at all. Now he is a mail carrier. And again, I'm paraphrasing. I hope if you're listening, you, you, I'm getting the gist of your question out. And uh, I realized they told me some of these facts, not because to 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 boast about what they make. But I get it. Mail carriers do very well especially in certain cities. They do very well, and their benefits are unbelievable, and the pension is unbelievable, and he is really enjoying the, the exercise mm-hmm. out at the fresh air every day. He's happy, mm-hmm. but he's embarrassed when he goes places to tell people what he does. Now, it could be easy for me to sit here, even though it's the, the truth, it's the gut, honest truth, who cares what other people think? But that's not helping him. Mm-hmm. We, he knows that too. Those who are happy win. By the way, I think Brian Regan said that hanging out casually one night. Those who are happy win. You won. If you're happy, you win. If it takes you a lot of things to be happy and you get a lot of things, uh, if you're truly happy, if it takes you the bare minimum, those who are happy win. So he's winning. He's a winner. And it's easy to say don't care what other people think. Yeah, that's the truth. We all know that. We, no one wants to be lectured that because there's a part of him that gets that. There's a part of him that gets that. He's an intelligent person that goes, yeah, I get it. At the end of the day, if I'm happy, I won. What do I give a shit what other people think? But unfortunately, it's not always that easy. 
So the words of wisdom, I don't, I don't want to give him those words of wisdom that are already in his own head. That he, but what do you do in that situation? You know, you're out. He's 30 years old. Maybe people don't think it's a – he says sometimes he tells people and they'll laugh right at him. And at first I went, what? Maybe he's 30. The guy's 29 or 30 years old. Maybe he looks 23 and someone thinks, oh, that's not his career choice. So they just think that's a job he's doing for now. So it's okay to maybe laugh at him. Mm-hmm. What do you say to someone like that? How do you get to a place where you go, F- fuck it? This is what I do. I'm happy. And uh, that's what it is. It's, we, it's by the way, but it's interesting that that, 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 that that job elicits a defense period that in a, the society we live in, people would laugh at that. I, I don't have a, a solution for that. I'm just bringing up that as no, a no, fact. No, no, no. It's interesting that you, you tell someone that that's what you do. Because even me, like I'm thinking if I was at a party and someone said that to me, I, I, I know that my initial instinct would be not to maybe laugh, but that's certainly an unusual career choice. Oh, you think of it as an unusual career choice for a young, younger person, but it shouldn't be. It's well, not at it, all. It's, look, it reminds me a long time ago, and I always say you can defend if, if, you're, if, you, if you're not – I'm defending this. It's not something I've ever done, so I defend it not defending myself but defending what it is. A long time ago, a friend of mine's girlfriend said something like, how could it? I wouldn't. And, and you know, I don't think she meant it because she was a horrible person. She genuinely just thought doing that would be the worst. She goes, "I just don't know how anybody. I would never want to be a housekeeper." And she, and I was 19 when I heard this. And I know my friends that his girlfriend said it. My friend Mitch Goldman, not his wife now, but his girlfriend at the time, and she worked at a department store. Now I don't want to defend housekeeping by making fun of people that work in department stores. It has nothing to do with that. It's making fun of this person that said that that worked at a department store and to her i would i remember thinking like really like i was maybe 20 years old right in that range and i went i like i think of my housekeeper now and i thought about it back then you know uh my housekeeper that i have now does very well she treats it like a business i i respect it she look between you and me obviously she probably doesn't pay taxes doesn't i know what she makes i know she works five days a week sometimes having two houses she makes a nice living what do you mean and she i doesn't thought pay taxes you don't declare the well, money i you think pay a her? lot of times when people but that's not the point even if she did pay taxes let's not get sidetracked what's, um, her, what's her name <laughs> yeah that's a business that's a business and i don't think she should be embarrassed about it and i know sometimes people are They'll say something like, I have a cleaning I, I have a cleaning company. You know, if you're at a party, what do you do? Oh, we have a cleaning service. You know, they don't want to say housekeeper, so they try to change the way. But that does suck that people have to do that. And we've all done it, by the way. It doesn't have to be a mailman or a postal worker. We've all done things in our careers, even in this business me and you were in, where you take a job and you don't want to, like, you know. Uh, and you, know. you stand at the en- edge of a dinner table entertaining someone's birthday and there's five people there and, and no microphone. Right. That's a that's, yeah. that's a shitty end of this job. Yeah, or you or you you know you take a job that you think you're you know you're a producer. Maybe you take a job as a PA and you don't want to tell anybody. Right. But yeah, again, it's easy to say you shouldn't care. Even the people that are taking these jobs know that. But I think it's interesting. I don't think we have an answer, but I think that it resonates with a lot of people out there. And I just thought I'd read it. I you know obviously when I thought I'd bring it up today, I thought maybe we would have something to say to him that would get him to a spot. But I think by bringing it up today. Maybe a month from now, we'll come back on the podcast and go, I got it. This will get you out of that rut. Well, I'll tell you something that happened to me. I had some mail missing for a while. Is this, are you and, to George Carlin? To George Carlin. Okay. It's and, not his fault. And, 
and I'd like to talk to this guy, Tristan, about this, because uh, there were some checks that still haven't come in. Uh, no, I, I had some mail missing for a while, and finally I went down and I waited for my mail carrier. It's a girl, a woman, a younger woman, to come down. And then her and I, this is the first time I've had a real conversation with her. And then it, it was so weird that it never even occurred to me that she could be like that. She was so cool. And then we exchanged numbers. She's like, oh, just call me. Call me. First of all, I invite her to the show. And then she's like, yeah, just call me. Like Before I go in, start my route, I'll double check that everything's all right. And, and she did come to a show, and we hang out. And it never even occurred to me that I could get along socially with my mail carrier. She was just, just like a, you know, if I met her under any other circumstance, I would be friends with her. Mm-hmm. And you and you would think just because, hey, it's very honest of you to say that because, you know, me, if I said something like you just said, I drive home. Did that come off wrong? Did that come off wrong? No, you were very honest where you were at. And you're like, it, it just, you know, yeah, you, it just says don't. Why is that better than, why is being a UPS driver better? Is it? Like, Someone do, might will people laugh at you if you say you're a UP delivery driver for the U, for UPS? Well, the thing is, maybe some people might be embarrassed. You know, uh, you know, it's funny you say that because I remember once my aunt, when I was like 15, somebody goes, she's dating a truck driver. I was like, who gives a fuck? And then I found that it was a UPS driver. I was like, oh, fucking my Aunt Ruth is fucking nuts. <laughs> the UPS driver, they're like in the military, those people. With mm. those trucks they get to pull up in? With those U- shorts? Well... I bet you they prefer the shirts. Yeah, wouldn't you? Yes, of course. You get to drive and you get to wear yeah, shorts it's in this all day. Heat. All right. So, um, Tristan, we're going to come. We're gonna, I'm going to. I'm going to think about this, as they say on the Doctor Phil show. This isn't just the end. Of, I start no, saving. No, save no, this one, one I'm saving. You're not. There's no wrinkling of this one. Um, so I, I'm gonna, we're going to think about that because I think there is an answer. I think there's something we could say to him, words of wisdom, that gets him over this, that isn't the bullshit. Oh, who cares? It's echoing the same thing I just said a minute ago. So anyway, there we go. Back then. Plus, who knows? He might be you know, le- gathering up life experiences, and then he's going to end up writing 10 novels that are going to change American literature. But, but again, that's not the answer. That's saying, oh, I'm writing. It's just saying, what if, what if you just want to do that? You know? Yes. What yes. if that's what you do? Yes. And I get it. I get it, you know? I hope we did this justice as opposed to made it more confusing. I hope Tristan's listening going, yeah, they get it. You know, they, I didn't need – I didn't want to sit around here for 20 minutes telling him he shouldn't be embarrassed at what he does. You know why? He fucking knows that. He knows he's happy. He knows he won. He doesn't need to hear us regurgitate that. He needs some words of wisdom with a different slant that's – that's already in his head. It's like when people tell me, you shouldn't let Twitter, in the beginning of Twitter, you shouldn't let it bother you. you and they say everything that made sense. I go, I know, I know all of that. So anyway, there you go. Um, back then, I love these. You know, I was talking about on stage when I was opening up for Louis C.K. or touring with him, as I like to say. <laughs> Talk about being embarrassed what you're doing. Don't, doesn't everything come full circle, motherfuckers? You know what I mean? There's, there's truth to that. Like, I... Love when I'm not doing my own headlining dates. I love opening up for people. And that's what I'm doing. I'm opening up for somebody. But sometimes I'll go, Oh, yeah, I'm touring with Louis C.K. I'm opening up. Cut the shit. I'm touring with him. You know, some people say he's closing for me. That's true. So I like to look at it. Who are those people? <laughs> Andrew, what's his last name? You know, his last name is Chandler. I hope I say it right. So I have this whole thing with back then. It's my never-ending plight. We talked about this on the special episode, Paul F. Tompkins, uh, that, you know, back then used to be able to leave. You know, back then a guy would open up a door for a woman. Yeah, and he wouldn't let her vote. And when she got, you know, it's a trade-up. 
mm-hmm. to trade up. And somebody, this guy, Andrew, tweeted me the next day. I asked him if I could use it in my act. He goes, uh, back then, you didn't need to lock your doors. Yeah, but the Holocaust was happening outside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just, Andrew, we're thinking the same way, you know? Everything. I'm not trying to be... Andrew, you're in the act. I'm not trying to be positive delusionally. I think we're doing good things today in this world, and we're going forward, and uh, you know, we don't need any more back thens. You know how you want to go forward? Technology never goes back. That's why we have new computers, because they get it. When it comes to inventing a new computer, no, no, we wouldn't have new phones if everyone... We need to go back to when they had pigeons. We need to go... Socio- sociological problems are the same thing. The, the answers are ahead of us. No, we're going to go back to anything. Okay, so there's that. Um, oh, God. Um, you know, uh, I want to talk. Oh, I want to talk about your trip, obviously. But I want to get this letter out. Jared, 1987, wrote me a letter. And yes, we're going to bury the hatchet. But on this Sunday's show... We took his email and put it to music, <laughs> and respectfully so. I admire Jared. He wrote a letter that a lot of people wouldn't have the wouldn't be. Hey, look, we didn't. It was stupid. It wasn't anything major. The thing we got into. Jared, nineteen eighty seven, a long time ago, said some things about the show, and I defended myself. And I said, and then he wrote something about two weeks ago, and he put it up on the iTunes reviews, and then it was gone. And I went, who? Somebody took it down. They and he wrote me a letter. You're right, I did it. And I took it down. So uh, he wrote a letter. He said, can we bury the hatchet? Of course we can bury the hatchet. By the way, I think you specifically told Jared he wasn't allowed to listen to the show and he disobeyed you. <laughs> well, let's, I, I, even comedically, I don't want to joke because I get it's very hard to sometimes say, well, I guess if there's one part of this letter that I should read, I certainly will. Todd, you were right and I was in the wrong that's all you need right there I got the just (laughs) no 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 it's to George Carlin I don't look at it that immaturely Uh, for someone to say that you know it's it's just that I love that he was able to relook at it and and probably let me tell you something I we're not gonna we're not gonna read the whole email we're gonna let Lynn put this email that he wrote to music and believe me, Jared, 1987, you're gonna, you'll be proud of what the music we put it to. It, it represents you well. Um, when I talk about the big things in life, you know, you know, just burying the hatchet. Yes, you always bury the hatchet, especially over something this silly. But guess what? Even over something this silly, it takes a, a big man to write an email like that. So I admire him, and I think he's a good man. And here's the thing. I said this a long time ago. It has really nothing to do with this email. I hope he can echo this type of behavior in his own life. Because obviously he's probably been a little unfair to people in his own life. This is not about me. That's selfish. If, he's, if he wrote that to me, then, and I hope you can echo that in your own life, and life will start being better for you in your everyday life when you accept people for what they are and who they are and what they do, even if it's me playing stupid jingles. So we're going to talk about your trip, and then we're going to go, and then after that we'll do our bits, and, and then we'll, okay? Sure. All right, so just give me a second before we get there. Um, all right, so what were we just talking about? <sighs> there you go. Oh, by the way, uh, where's Steve Fine Arts? You want to come over to this mic real quick? Anything to help out Eddie Pepitone? 
who was in a horrible uh, moped accident this weekend. Um, <laughs> God forbid. What do you – don't – don't – uh, tell me what, what we can do to help Eddie Pepitone here. And I'm, it's, it's not like you think. Go ahead. Oh, my God. So uh, the Bitter Buddha might actually be playing at the Arclight in L.A. And how can we make that happen? If you go to the Facebook Arclight page and vote on the Bitter Buddha until Sunday, October 14th, then uh, we can get uh, the Bitter Buddha to play in L.A. again. Because we showed it at the Riot L.A., but a lot of people didn't get a chance to see it. And now, uh, Are you drinking? Because you seem a little drunk. <laughs> I'm gonna sh- You're feeding me uh, Jack and Coke. Uh, Katie, can we put that up on our Facebook page? Yeah. Feeding you. I mean, it was there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, thank you. I have so, a problem. So if they, if they want to see the... <laughs> if they want to see The Bitter Buddha, which, by the way, if you didn't go out the last time, I was saying, I'm telling you, this Eddie Pepitone documentary, it's, it's everything. I love you for loving Eddie as much as me. And, uh, and uh, so where do they go again? Go to the Facebook uh, ArcLight page. Okay. And then, and then also we're going to play, be playing at the um, Austin Film Festival October 20th and 22nd and New York Friars Club on the 25th. There you go. That's you don't even cool. – you don't have – you look like – you gave me a look like I'm going to squeeze that in. You don't have to squeeze you – you have all the time you want yeah. to promote Eddie Pepitone. But I don't want to promote him. I'm here to just hang out. No, you know what? You can promote him all you want. I think that's a good thing. You're promoting a good thing. Yes? Real quick, uh, I saw The Bitter Buddha at Riot LA. I've never seen a documentary that was so funny – it's because it's so hard to do an informational thing that's also hilarious. So many laughs, and there was also heart in it. It was incredible. Couldn't be better. So what vote there, for that. There were, you know what? There's lots of laughs in it. There's lots of fun. Yeah. Lots of laugh. Lots of fun. It reminds me of my show. Lots of laughs. Lots of laughs. Lots of fun. Lots of stuff for everyone. Gather around your radio for the Todd Glass Show. Well, this could be like a sitcom. Who sent this in? Brian Johnson? Yeah. I guess it's me if I had a cop show. Glass! Todd Glass Show. Oh, you cut off his last line. He said, Glass, don't be on the wrong side of it or something. Oh, oh that oh. would have helped. Poor guy sitting don't at be home. on the wrong side of it. There you go. <laughs> um, all right. That's what we're going to do. Daniel? What? We are going to stop the immaturity now. <laughs> and we are going to um, talk about you and your trip. Daniel. Got a girlfriend, Daniel's got a girlfriend. Daniel's got a girlfriend, Daniel's got a girlfriend. Daniel's got a girlfriend. Um, what happened? Lynn got a week off? Daniel's got a girlfriend. Daniel's got a girl. That's funny. Daniel's got a Daniel, uh, Daniel, um, Lynn got the week off and Joe wasn't feeling well. So <laughs> yeah. me and me and really What's the most amazing thing that happened when you're over in Malaysia? Seriously. Um, I guess just falling in love with the, Thank you, you know, the entire place was amazing. Um, you didn't know that they all 
Well, the, the thing that really surprised me the most is how in tune they are to our culture. And one of the examples of this is that one of the most popular reruns on Malaysian television is Good Times. The second most popular oh, is Golden Girls. Shut it off. I'll have none of it. I- <laughs> All right, so let's let's get let's. Uh, I mean, this trip you went there for two weeks. I went there for almost three weeks, two and a half weeks. It was right. great. It was it was a. Uh, it was. <laughs> so I'm sorry because we do we're going to hear this, but I know the minute I see him typing away, he's getting something ready, and then I don't want to know what it is. It's hard for me to like. I don't. What are you? What are you getting? Oh. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's amazing that he had that. <laughs> Taking the fresh I was trying to think of an old set Oh, All I was blossom in my mind. I should have said blossom. Good time. Taking the fresh and the rare. Oh, I don't know. You knew the words. Hello. Hey, who's got the 1987 BMW? Oh, Jay, that's Will. Can we? Oh, I want to hear about your trip to Malaysia. Can we talk about Will's car afterwards? They have nice God cars knows, in Malaysia. Yeah, God knows you let Steve Fine Arts get enough time in there. <laughs> Jay Leno sounds like he's fading. Yeah, why is that? He, why is that? Jay, are you okay up there? I'm fine. I, 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 I need some NBC juice. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I live on. Uh, I, 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 it's, I, he's like a robot now. Yeah, that's how I live. My, basically, my, my diet is ignoring Mavis. Mm-hmm. And eating NBC juice. <laughs> oh my God! Somebody's on the phone. I'm not even joking. Can pick it up. Hello. Yeah, it's Jay Leno. Oh. I'm I'm in the van, van but I also have my cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that bit's over. Right. Um. So okay. So uh, Daniel Kino, who is uh, sometimes uh, co-hosts the show with me for those new listeners while he's gone because yes. you were gone for two weeks. Yes. What, you're, you're rocking your chair like a nervous special child. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, so you go to Malaysia for two weeks. I want. I'm, I'm serious. I, I every bit of it. The first thing I did was I, you know, I called you on the phone. Remember, I called you the night before. Daniel, you got to get to the airport seven hours early and get the emergency row. If you tell them your legs in a cast and that uh, you wear special headgear. And you show up in a wheelchair with face bandages, there's a 10% chance they'll give you that seat. Remember the first time I told you how yes. easy it was to get that seat? And then I, I swear to God, to George Carr, and this is a true story, I would never, ever, and then we'll get to your story, uh, uh, try to sit in bulkhead. If you say you had your leg in a cast, and you, I shouldn't let this secret out, but you got it out of your cast, they will give you the bulkhead seat. Now, the only time they won't give you the bulkhead seat is if there's somebody who seriously needs it. So there's no, I don't feel bad about Have it. Have you told that story on the show before? No, but so me and Daniel get on the plane. I know the end of this story. So when, you get, when it gets to the part where you're like, oh, my God, that's horrible, you'll hear the rest, and you'll be like, okay, it's fine. To we George should, we, Carlin. We should say that, I don't know if you want to reveal this much of it, but honesty is the best policy, right? You had a brace. Yes. You, you, had, you had a brace that you, yeah. that you would put on. I had a, a leg before, brace. Before you would walk up to the ticket counter. Should I? Should I? Should I pl- okay. You put on yes. a leg okay. brace, and but, then you'd go, oh, I have a, I okay. have a problem with my No, leg. no, no, no. That's not how it happened. On the phone, I would say, you have to call ahead. Now, they said the only reason you can't have that bulkhead seat is if somebody who needs it, like somebody that's in a wheelchair, somebody mm-hmm. that needs it, then they take it from you because a, I don't say my leg is in a cast. No. 
I say that would be lying. The cast, the, the, my leg got out of the cast, and now I just have a brace on it. Right. Yeah, brace does not trump anybody else. So if you, yeah, yeah, you can have that seat unless anybody that needs it comes on, and then they'll come up to you and they'll be like, "Sorry, we have someone that needs it." So you know what? I don't mind doing it. Yes. Uh, but to George Carlin, if I thought someone that really needed it didn't get it because of me, to George Carlin, I believe I wouldn't yes. fucking do it. So we, so, we're, well, so we get on the but, and you also get the board first. Well, we didn't take that. I don't want to board first, so I never take that. I okay. want to board last. Boarding first uh, to sit on an airplane is never a treat to me. To me, it should be a special opportunity to go, and of course, our cl- first-class passengers and could board last. What do I want to go sit on a fucking plane for early? I want to get on last. I love walking on a plane. I wait. I have till- an answer for that. Well, in first class, I get it. You sit down, they start serving no, you. No, even more so in bag, the kind if, of if bag. If a carry-on. Yes. I don't have a carry-on. See, I don't I, carry on. I, I only carry on. Yeah, I don't carry on. So, so you're so, right. So I don't get headspace. All right. So anyway. so we get on we get on the plane and we're sitting in the bulkhead. <laughs> there's like thirty feet ahead. There's just seven feet ahead of us because it's bulkhead and it's and then they carry on a child, a special needs, a special kid. needs child carrying him like a onto teenager. the plane. Like a teenager, a teenager is being carried in someone's arms. And I get a, and they start walking him to the back of the plane. <laughs> and I get it. I go, oh my god, I feel horrible. I go. Well, then I found out that there that he that they needed to sit in the back that he was with other people and that's where he wanted to sit. I'm like, oh my god! I felt Daniel looked at me. Yes, it made me have a stomachache, but also Daniel, we were like, shut the fuck up, <laughs> like you know, Daniel. So anyway, <laughs> oh Jesus, okay. Everybody, hi. This is Todd Glass. All right. Paid that out. So you go. You. So you, I got. I got. Did you? A, where'd you sit no, on the way there? I got a um, aisle seat because mm-hmm. it's a fifteen-hour flight. The first leg of it. Mm-hmm. So I got an aisle seat near the bathroom. Like I got an aisle seat. Oh, that, that gross! Was, no, it was, it was perfect. People all go to the bathroom and no, then you smell that, it. That, that, no, you don't really smell it. But you don't. You're right. I'm just. I saying. I got it. to stand up all the time, and I was and I was sitting right yeah. next to uh, all the service area. So mm-hmm. and they give you so much booze on an over. Uh, you know, uh, transcontinental flight. I love booze. It's a guy that doesn't know he should be embarrassed to be an alcoholic. <laughs> I love booze. It's good. It's free, too. It's free? Oh, my God. Okay, so you get on the plane. So I get on the plane. Fast forward, you're coming home. Did you have fun? <laughs> <laughs> it was a good trip. <laughs> well, anyway, that's Daniel's story so to Malaysia. That was, that was great. We yeah. had a good time. We got caught up. We'll take a break. We'll be right back with Daniel Kino, everybody. Yeah. What happened in Malaysia, huh? Why do, why do you keep saying? Why do you keep saying Malaysia? To say Asia. I can't get enough of Oh, uh, that's a new one. I've never heard. No, that. that's an old one. Um, that's what she said. That's what he said. Hey, say Asia. Malaysia. Thank you. All right, stop that. Right, I don't, that's, I, that's, that's not uh, funny, Todd. Why are you laughing? <laughs> God! Oh, God! Todd, it's, uh, it's easy. Just say Asia, and then it's Malaysia. Todd, that's not funny. Don't laugh. They know it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. All right, so <laughs> I have never been so wrong my entire life. Wrong? About them, about them sounding like uh, Frosty the Clown. Uh, great. Rusty the Clown. Crusty the Clown. Was it Crusty or Rusty? Frosty. Frosty the Clown. <laughs> Frosty the Clown. Maybe I should. Okay, so so you're over there. Yeah, I know some of these stories, but I love – go ahead. So um, – so, you know, the flight over there was a little hard. I underestimated. You know, my girlfriend who lives there 
was like, oh, it's you know, it's going to be very, very difficult. You should prepare yourself. And I was like, no, it'll be fine. And then I got wasted on the flight over there. How many drinks does it take you to get wasted? A bottle of wine. A bottle <laughs> of wine? I'm pretty but sure I, she served me a bottle of wine. By the way, I didn't know you could drink for free in coach. Oh, yeah, on the transatlantic flight, yes. That's nice. I got a lot yeah. of liquored up people. Yeah. Yeah, they, they just they want to get you drunk so you pass out. You know? Oh, that's true. Yeah. So so we, we took off. It was like noon, and all, there was a lot of Asians on my flight. And all, nice. All, nice. <laughs> all of them went to sleep almost immediately. And you know why? Like, why are they? Well, I do now because when we land there, they, 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 you know, they're tired again because they go to sleep for eight hours. They wake up. They're up for eight hours. And then they land. Exactly. They go home. They're tired again. I stayed up the entire 15 hours. So I thought like, oh, I'll just get there and I'll sleep. But then I had a layover in, in, in China. And my, my plane was delayed, so it was a nightmare. So by the time I got to Kuala Lumpur, which is in Malaysia, I was a fucking mess. But then you get there, and the excitement takes over. So the first few days were a bit rough adjusting. But then I discovered the comedy scene in Kuala Lumpur. By the way, when Daniel went there, he said, I'm going to go. It's a great retreat. He goes, I'm not going to, because, you know, he, I, they, you can't smoke there. He goes, you can't smoke there. You can't drink. Or, you didn't say drink. You said there's no smoking. There's yeah. no nothing. And then cut to Daniel calls me on the phone like, you know, oh, we Skype. First time Skype. I ever Skype. Yeah, Daniel calls Skype. me. Hey, I met some comedians. I got the pot. Uh, <laughs> That's not what I said. I said they all smoke pot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so you that, that was there because, you know, uh, because of my girlfriend's job and, like, what she, you know, just the environment she's in. She's, you know, very careful about, you know, uh, breaking the law. So she's like, hey, by the way. There's, What's her know, name, your girlfriend? It doesn't matter. I like yeah, to say her name. A girlfriend. <laughs> That's a mature thing. She probably listens to the show. Yeah, she probably does. What's her name? It doesn't matter. Say her name. I, I That's immature. Feel, why is that immature? I want to know her name. That's it. That's immature of you not to say her name. And by the way, we're playing this. Stacy. Stacy. Hey. Yeah. Nice. No. Okay. All right. Enough. Come on, you guys. I'm so, like, what am I, a bad ventriloquist now? Seriously. Come on. I want to hear about this. First of all, so, I, so she really did get me, you know, a little nervous. Not that I'm like a huge pothead or anything, but I just thought, oh wow, like you know, that's really something. Yeah. And then, and then I get there, and it's a Muslim country, so I, so I, I believed it, you know. And and then I get there, and then I start going to comedy clubs. I met a bunch of comedians. Literally, the first night, I got off the stage. And by the way, real quick, just to interject quickly. You know, we talked about this off the air. I, even though she happened in this case to maybe, you know, you were okay, I said, she's probably right. She's air on the safe side. You just sort of lucked out. I lucked out. That but she was say. giving you good advice. Of course. Yeah. Yes. Right. And, and even after finding out that all the locals, everybody smokes weed, just probably the same amount they do here, you know, people, mm -hmm. you know, young people do it rec recreationally. It's still more dangerous to do it if you are a, a Westerner because they make an example out of it. Are, we, are, are you a Westerner? Yes. Am a I? Westerners. Am I yes. too? Yes. Yeah. Uh, they want to make an example out of you so it doesn't become a drug right. destination, you know, like the way some of the right. you know, other places could become. So, But that was probably the most mind-blowing thing is that meeting comedians there, doing shows, finding out that it's the same. It was the most comforting thing that that could have happened to me is finding out that comedians are the same everywhere and the their behavior is the same everywhere. like literally within three four days i had people picking me up 
going to taking me to restaurants to dinner with their family, hey, bringing me home to, to hang out, going to parties with their friends. Well, that's why a podcast. I'm glad and, you're saying this because that's why even though sometimes I like we sarcastically make that joke about the comedian that I don't think is funny. And we, I, I always say this. I adore. Maybe it's a weird word to use, but and love comedians. And this story is why because there's this odd fraternity. Here yes, you are, it's a very odd fraternity, and the, and yeah, they, they pick you up. And there's just a, it's a great camaraderie. That that's why I love hanging out with comedians. And I think I lacked out in that way because you know there was guys like Rizal. If you're listening, you know who you are. Um, Rizal. Oh, it's Rizal. 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 Oh, yeah, Rizal. Yeah, Rizal. Everyone knows Rizal. Sure, yeah. Oh, Rizal. He's talking about Rizal. <laughs> no, he's, well, Rizal's a good guy. Yeah, Stacy's fun. Stacy. Oh, you know Stacy. Stacy. Everyone loves Stacy. Well, she's a good girl. I mean, once in a while, she's pretty and funny. And she tweezes the eyebrows. Stacy's good. I mean, Stacy's great. You know, when you meet a girl like Stacy, you know, you just know there's a nice girl. And I'll tell you the funny thing. Thing that I love about Stacy. Well, Stacy is definitely Stacy. Stacy is. Stacey. She gets herself, um, and I like that. That was the best way I could have seen the city and the country. They took me outside the city to all these historic sites. Because as a tourist, even if you know some people there, like uh, comedians are connoisseurs of the culture. Right? I really believe that. They really they, they soak everything in so they can regurgitate it back, at, you know, at the audience. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. While well, you're smoking your fake cigarette. Well, um, it's not fake. <laughs> All right. No, it's real. Uh, no, it's not for real. But does that make sense? So, like, I yes. feel like I really lucked out that I had comedians wa- who wanted to show me around because these guys really sink their teeth into their country and their culture and what makes them who they are. And I, and I got a really great glimpse of it, and I'm forever thankful to those guys. And I'm going back to do more shows and to do a, a tour there. And I cannot wait. I, I feel like I just scratched the surface. And if you're thinking about traveling to the, to the southeast and you've never been to that part of the world, Malaysia is the best place to start. Oh, my God. You work for the Malaysian Council. Oh, my God. You, you, you're doing commercials for Malaysia now. Yeah, I am. Oh, my God. And you're trying to I sneak them. I just tell what you were doing. I'm sorry. Guys. I should have told you then. Are you having a hard time at work? Haven't seen the sun in over six months? Hate the person you're with? Want to take? Want to get away? Take a tropical ho- holiday, but you don't know where to go. Hawaii is too hacky. Alaska's too cold. Do you the like French stink? Do you like free drinks? Do you like free drinks and long flights? <laughs> well, then Malaysia is the place for you. Uh, in, in all honesty, though, I, uh, it's it's it's. Oh, a, you weren't being honest about that? No, I was. Oh, okay. It's it, it is it is such a great mix of three different cultures that live there. What know? are they? It's the uh, Indians, the Jews. No, not no. The, it's, they don't like the Jews there. No, it's not that they don't like the Jews. The Malaysian government doesn't recognize the state of Israel. They I don't understand. particularly have anything you know right. against the Jews. Yeah, I'm sure if they had met some, they would. But they. they, they, they <laughs> 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 Todd, all right, you don't have to laugh again. Um, I'll get over it, but it's not going to happen right away. Yeah, I know. So does that make sense? Like, of course someone, it does. Someone explained that to me, and it, made, and, and it clicked for me, because I, I, I was doing a joke about it, like, oh, you guys don't like the Jews here. And then somebody goes, it's not that we don't like the Jews, it's that we don't recognize the state of Israel because you know, of all you know, settlements and all the stuff with the Palestinian people. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, Chinese, Indians, and the, the Malays, the, the, the indigenous population, they all live in harmony three different cultures, and they have all retained their cultural identity, but they all live together, and it makes for this very unique, interesting 
mix of people. So you could have the best Chinese food you've ever had. You could have authentic Indian food. Mm-hmm. You could have local cuisine. And everyone's there, and, it's, and they're all Malaysians. So in a way, it's sort of like America. Where all these cultures come together and they, you know, into this melting pot that makes one country, that right. makes one thing. And when you're there, and how long, how long till you're there till when you meet all these comedians? Mm, four days, three, four, four days. days, three days. Come on, Chris, three that's days disrespectful. Actually. Seriously, stop it. Fucking grow up. Three, four days. <laughs> no, seriously. Come on. You want me to talk about hell, hell, blankets? Hell tail blankets. You want me to talk about hell tail blankets? Hell tail. All right, so go ahead. Go ahead. I'm, I, even though I make jokes, I'm still interested. I know. Um, I got there on Friday. The first show I did was on Tuesday. Stop it. Stop it. Don't play snoring sounds and don't play the blah, blah, blah song. The young man here is telling Todd, Todd, wait, Todd. I know you're telling him to do that, and it kind of bothers me when you do that. I know, no, I'm okay, not. It kind of bothers me when you do that. I know you're telling him to play that. I'm not. It's not funny. <laughs> Damn it, I swear to George Carlin That makes me laugh like that <laughs> uh, Alright, seriously Alright, seriously all, You know what, now's not a time for joking Oh, it's not? No <laughs> Our listeners would probably not like that Our listeners want to hear long stories <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't even I will tell you the tough thing about, about No uh, sound effects This is a no sound effect zone For the next five minutes you, you know, I told you the story that um, my girlfriend works for a consulting firm who, who's contracted to work in Malaysia. The problem with that is it's very hard to tell people your girlfriend lives in Malaysia without them assuming you paid for some sort of a weird sex transaction. And then, like, so I immediately want to go, no, no, she's, she's American, but, she, but that feels racist to say that. You know what I mean? So it's like my choices are pedophile or a racist. <laughs> I really don't know which way to go. I mean, <laughs> I'm a pedophiling racist. Pedophiling. Sure. That's a thing. So anyway, um, so that was great. It was a mind-blowing experience. It was certainly eye-opening. And you got on stage? I got on stage. The first night, I, I went there. It's a local club. They, they do a show. It's a Tuesday show. Every Tuesday they do the show. It's called One Mic Stand. Uh, if you're ever, you know... It sounds silly to say that. I don't know how many of our listeners would end up traveling to that part of the world. First of all, you should. It's amazing there. They all speak English. It's a national language. They, 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 they love foreigners. It's great. Um, and you said the clubs were crowded? The clubs were packed. So the first night I go there, it's, it's near a college campus, and there are all these you know, hip young people, and they're all watching. And I'm watching comedians go out from South Africa, from Australia, from Singapore, from you know, a lot of Malaysian local guys. Uh, some Indian guys from India, some Indian guys from Malaysia. It was insane. And Do then, people recognize you from the podcast? <laughs> yes, people go, hey, before I even said anything, they recognize just by looking at me. Yeah. Uh, so then the guy goes, hey, you want to go up? Because Alex, our, our manager, had like set, it, set up some spots for me. Alex Murray, Burlstein Gray. Uh, just Burlstein now. Oh, Burlstein. Uh, so what happened to Gray? Gray's doing his own thing. Oh, that, no, no, Gray. Hey. Oh, yeah. No, he passed away, right? <laughs> no. Oh, he didn't? No. Bernie Burlstein passed yes. away. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, this um, is not going well. That's all. That's fine. <laughs> Todd got dropped later that week. <laughs> by Brad Gray, ironically. No, yeah. he's not in the company. Anymore. Okay, so Burlstein. Um, by the way, I love everyone over so, Burlstein. So, 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 I'm, so I'm watching the show, and I'm watching these guys go up, and, it, and it's all very you know, uh, overwhelming. And then I just started getting drunk. And, I, and I was pretty buzzed about halfway through the show. And then you know, I got a little bit of courage juice. And the guy's like, you want to go up? I'm like, ah, oh, fuck it. 
I'm going to go up. What's the worst thing? If I bomb, no one's going to see it or ever hear about this. And uh, so I just, I just wrote down some jokes I had that would be like the most, you know, um, nonspecific jokes. Right. And I remember calling you and saying if you wanted to do my dad's smoking bit, it was okay. Your dad's smoking bit. I did that. I did the uh, getting bathroom too close to the uh, where everyone's eating. Sure. Very relatable yeah, material. Sure. Yeah, sure. My head used oh, to be like this when can, I was can little. We, can, we, can we go to the... To- <laughs> <laughs> to, to what I think is the most important part of your trip. What? And I'm, I'm, I'm being half kidding, half serious. But the, I don't want to be one of those people that goes to another country, and I'm not, and that goes, oh, this is better. You, you know, there's different things in different countries. What you think is better for you, they're used to it a different way. Uh, so whenever I've traveled, I've always been very respectful of – well. Go ahead. What were you going to talk about? I've been very respectful of uh, when you go other places, that when things are a little different, uh, the bathrooms are different, and you, you go, no, it's not bad or it's not better or worse. It's different. But this one, the way they go to the bathroom, well, I think it, we might have a better way. I don't, Why are you mad? I don't, Am I you mad that I'm bringing this up? I, I'm not mad. I just, I, got, just, I just don't want it. Like, I loved my time there, and, and I you loved want, the people there, and I don't want it to, to become like a dumb American, like Americans making fun of – uh, unevolved. You know what, Daniel? You're, you're, to George Carlin, you're totally right. But I, do we have to touch on it a little? So we can touch on it a little bit. And I, I even talked about it on stage. The way I figure out how to say it is that that was the thing I, I, I had the hardest time with. I'm not saying it, it's not a judgment. I'm not passing judgment. Okay, on let it. me explain what happens here in America. We what is it called when you go to a bathroom and it squirts water up to clean you? A bidet. It's not only for women; it's for men too, right? Right. Okay. Here you wipe off some of the excess, and that's for final cleaning. That for makes polish. a lot of sense. There, there's no toilet paper. It's all they, just— Most places that Westerner would go into, and a lot of the ones that even don't, they, they will have either toilet paper or, the, or they'll have napkins. But some don't. But some might and, not. And, and you know what? Just so I don't seem like I, I remember I said, well, so, so people know, but you're right. That's not what you should come back from an amazing place. Right. So let's move on. Yes. To George Carlin. No, no, I, I agree with yeah, you. Yeah, I don't want to be that morning show that sits on for Well, we'll be right back. Hey, Tom, like us, I've got gravy in my neck. <laughs> I, use, I use my neck to wipe my ass. From Westwood One in Culver City, California. I was just in Malaysia. Malaysia. Like a show. Okay, so go ahead. So I went up. I just did like five minutes. Some jokes killed. Some jokes I had to readjust. Like the whole getting ready for bed thing. Just laid there. I, I could not explain it, you know. But and then I, I, you know, I came home that night. It, I, I couldn't sleep. I was like on coke. I cannot believe you do coke. You do coke. You do coke. You do coke. Um, and then you know, f- from that point on, I did more shows that week. Hold on, caller, go ahead. You do coke. <laughs> they didn't even wait for a response. They just hung up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so that was the first week. It was just all shows. And mm-hmm. I met all these amazing people. And then the second week, I, we, just did tra- we just traveled all over the country and went to see different historic sites. It is interesting to be in a place where they, they, they take us, America, with a, with a grain of salt. Because it's like they have buildings that are twice as old as our country. So to them, it's like, you know, we, no one really hates you guys. It's just that. But that's another thing I figured out is that no one thinks Americans are stupid. We, we're not. We've accomplished great things. But do, Americans do have a... Ability to come off arrogant, and that's why I didn't want to talk about that thing because it's no. Like, you're, that's why. And by like the way, that, that that's thing. why I moved on. We yeah. spent. We we didn't say oh we shouldn't talk about it, and then spent twenty minutes on it. You're right. There's different. I what what I what is going to do is going to say the intelligent part first, like as I was. Yeah. Hey, there's it's not different. It's not right or wrong. It's different, and then spend twenty minutes on. 
even though I do think it's a little different. <laughs> I mean, it's a little, but um, uh, there, there. That's not well, what, especially you, for someone like you. Is, you know, I'm just, but but if you can't take, even though I'm used to my creature comforts, when you get back from a place like that, you should be able to get past that and then talk about what an extraordinary place. Was the this best was. food I've ever had in my life. And was it was it romantic uh, to being in another country? Was you know when you just meet someone, you know that that's just such a great feeling. And yes. and and you went out at night. What was it like? Did, did they have like in Thailand where they have the tuk-tuks? Am I saying it wrong? Like what those, is that? There's like these little open door taxis, and it's sort of just no, no. They didn't have that. They have regular taxis. Where that was a funny thing. Where you like you know me, I I, I love talking to strangers. It just you know that was my thing. That was the thing I told my girlfriend. I was like, don't worry about me. Like I'll be fine. Just after the first night of, of shows, I'll be fine. And I think she didn't believe me until it happened. Well, it's hard to, like, in all fairness to her again, Stacy is her name? Yes. Uh, Stacy, I've got your back here. Seriously, you know, I, I'm, I'm, you know. No, no, you, you, uh, uh, what did you say? Oh, yeah, it's hard for someone to understand like that. Like, again, you know, uh, her instincts were right. Like, just, Absolutely. but you know, the, 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 the fraternity between comedians uh, is a a fraternity would you say is amazing you know and you just go somewhere else and then it's hey that's a great part about traveling that you got to experience it and it made it extra nice because you bumped into comedians like you said you got Mm -hmm. to see some things you wouldn't have known to see comedians know what we want to see what we don't care about right you know, I I was like, like we, we they would take me places and they'd be like, no, don't go there, just 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 come here, just come here, well check this out, and it would all yeah. be amazing, the food would be amazing, and I would we would drive by, I'd see white people with their brochures walking by, which way am I going? And I would just think, God, I'm so fucking lucky, because yeah. it easily could have been me. Uh, what is it? Where, where's the big ship? Ugh. But um, gross. I yeah. spend my whole life trying to. I try to act more cultured sometimes. I mean, I'm pretty cultured. But when I was, I went to France once, and I heard somebody from probably Philadelphia asking where the, you know, where the toilet is, <laughs> and she ruining their beautiful language. So I did this thing where I tried to soften the harsh Philadelphia accent that I have. Mm-hmm. I really did. I not to make it too much, but I would be like, just just by if I said it a little lower, I wouldn't seem so crass. So I'd be like, excuse me, do you know where the toilet is? Like, I just thought, okay, at least it's a little softer, you know. Same accent, but, can, excuse me, can I get a drink of water? You know, I say water. That was, uh, that was Do you funny. know where there's a Wawa? We went to a... Hey, my fellow audience in the Jersey surrounding areas. Love that bit. Yay! Yay! Family guy last night, and I'm in the mood. All right, so what you go ahead. You know they have a store in Philly called Wawa. 
Is that true? What? Shut what? the what? Come on, don't be immature. Um, that 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 was that was that it was that in uh I was that the first time you've ever done that? But, why you liked it? <laughs> Shut up! You did look at you liked it. I was enjoying it. Um, okay, we're gonna take a break, but I want to hear uh, I want to hear a little more of this story because I get to hear bits and pieces. Of this obviously, we hung out Sunday night and got caught up, and uh, and uh, so so yeah yeah. So so even though I'm being silly, I do want to go back to, and then we'll take a break because I gotta pee really bad. Okay. Do you want to take a break now? Or no no no. Well, oh. I don't have to pee that bad. Okay. So um, <laughs> the, the funny thing about running into people, you know, we went to this really remote island. And it's like, you know, v- very local. I, I met a travel agent after a show, and she, she recommended this place. And, and we went there, and it's like you have to take a plane and then a boat to get, to get to this island. And we get in there, and it's tiny. It's barely on the map. There's very few rooms on the entire island, and it's amazing. And then the first day at breakfast, I'm sitting there. She was still sleeping. I got up to get some coffee. And I'm, I'm in the restaurant, and I see this big guy walking in with an NYPD T-shirt oh. on. <laughs> like in the middle of South China Sea. And he walks out. He's like, how you doing? How you doing? I got what, my what NYPD. What do we got here? What, what, what do we got here? Eggs? They don't, they don't got eggs here. Mm. I was like, oh, Jesus. Oh, that's who I didn't want to be. It's funny you say that. Like that yeah. That's why I wanted to move on past that other thing. Like some of their foods are different. And I was yes. in line with somebody. Even though I might like my creature comforts, you know what? I'll eat something new because you know what? I might come back to the States and find myself in love with the food I've never eaten before. And that's what happened when I went to Israel. There were some foods, breakfast things that I would have never eaten before. Mm. Now I crave them. So yeah. get, get out of your comfort zone a little bit and, uh, and, 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 and good things happen sometimes. Some things know? I wasn't crazy about that I, I will make, you know, say those, something. But those like, bathrooms they don't, are ridiculous. They don't, ref- they don't refrigerate eggs. Like a lot of times you'll go to a market or uh, or a lot of times even some of the supermarkets, they, they, they don't refrigerate eggs. Oh, by the way, speaking That's of refrigerating, that is a little odd. But when I was in, um, no lie, sixth grade, my friend, uh, on well, he was a friend of mine on the bus, he uh, he told me that his family didn't refrigerate lunch meat. Somehow we got into the conversation. I'm like, mm-hmm. he goes, well, we just keep it on, on the counter. And I'm like, how do you, you have to refrigerate lunch meat? Okay, look, he's not going to find out about this. But when I met his family, they were all, you know, very large. Mm-hmm. And there was eight of them. And I realized, no wonder they don't refrigerate lunch meat. They don't have time. They don't, it gets eaten before it needs to be refrigerated. <laughs> like, and I remember thinking that in seventh grade. I saw all of them walk in the room. I'm like, oh, my God, this is – I didn't. Even, I, I swear, the word I used – you know what? I, I know this sounds like I'm just trying to say it to say it. They were more just large. Like, they were like seven feet tall. They were just big. And I'm like, oh, there's no fucking need to refrigerate lunch meat. These motherfuckers eat it in an hour. <laughs> anyway. I had some amazing food over there. It was great because, like I said, it's such an amalgamation of three cultures. And even though they still retain their separate identities and you can have Indian food or Chinese food or you know, Malaysian, Malay food, um, but so, a lot of it is a mix, a fusion you know, uh, of, of the three um, whatever, you know, kitchens, you would say. And it's fucking amazing. Rizal, again, shout out. He took me, him and his girlfriend Rita – took me to all these cool places and we ate everything and that's the one thing he said was like Daniel I've never seen a foreigner because I was like he'd be like hey Daniel you want to try it? yes yes he's like it's really spicy yes let's have two and he's like that's so brave and I was fine until I got food poisoning the last weekend there not a good way to end the trip no my girlfriend's a trooper though like I would spend the whole week 
trying the whole tell, night tell, trying to destroy her okay. destroy her bathroom and she was so nice about it. Be, uh, this is believe it or not this is how we're going to wrap it up before we go to to go to a break because it it's it's more than just yeah you could say really this whole unbelievable experience and you're doing it with someone that you just recently fell in love with and that makes it almost so much more special and you visit this awesome place. This story is more than a, a story about having uh, the, the horrible diarrhea that you're about to tell because you're also meeting someone you don't know that well and tell that last story before we go to break out what you you just you just the it's bad enough to have a stomach ache and the stomach flu and food poisoning when you're in your house all by yourself well what's funny is that we were going to we we're going to meet up with with some people and in, uh, in uh, chinatown that night and i didn't know i was sick yet and then we got in the cab and then we were bickering it was uh i didn't bring my passport or my cell phone with me and she got mad at me which legitimately she sounds like a mean whore which was like, you know, again, legitimately. But I was like, oh, what the fuck's your problem? And meanwhile, I don't know that I have food poisoning now, you know, coming alive in me. So I, I, I'm like, she's yelling at me. I'm yelling at her. And I'm like thinking, ah, what the fuck? I made a huge mistake. She's making me physically ill. This is so bad. She's so annoying that it's making me ill. And then we get out of the cab. I'm in a horrible mood and we keep fighting. And then it hits me like, oh, I have to go to the bathroom. So I run into the McDonald's bathroom. And, uh, you know, some stuff happens. It's bad. And then I come out like, I got to go home. I got to go home. But I still don't realize the extent of how sick I am. I still think they're like, oh, I'm just in a good mood because, you know, we're bickering about bullshit. And then on the way home, I get even sicker. And then, you know, I get there. I just get in bed. She makes me tea. And I was like, all right, I'll just go to sleep. And I think like, all right, the worst of it is over. (laughs) And this is like 11 p.m. at this point. And then half an hour later, it starts where I would... This is really graphic. I'm sure even she doesn't know some of the details here. I would literally get up. This is graphic, but not graphic to just be disgusting. It's this graphic. This truth. happens to all of us. And to be with someone you don't know that well. Oh. I would get up. I got sick. I got up. I would, I would throw up. Have diarrhea. Now I'm hungry. Then. <laughs> wait, it's not even over yet. Um, I would throw up. Go to the bathroom. Then I have to take a shower. Because obviously... That's the polite thing to do. Right. Then I get back in bed. Then I get up 20 minutes later, throw up, go to the bathroom. Then I take a shower. Then I get back in bed. Third time, I had nothing else to give. So it's like that dry heaving. And then like going to the bathroom, there was really nothing to. But then I still take a shower. And then she's like, well, maybe you dehydrate. So then I would drink a bottle of water. And then half an hour later, I would get up. I would throw up the water, go to the bathroom, get rid of the rest of the water, and take a shower. And that was a ritual for the entire night till and as four you were in the throwing, morning. As you were throwing up, then also you you probably it just when it gets all ugh, it just it just got. And then obviously I, I would throw up, go to the bathroom, take a shower, clean the toilet. Oh. <laughs> and and when you get back in bed and you talk, I know the answer to this. I, I think first, at some point she was just pretending to be asleep, just to oh, be. Oh, <laughs> that means she's nice. Because I said to you, was she really sweet and nice to you? She was very nice. You told me that. Yeah, so. she made me tea, and then after a while she's like, "Is there anything you want me to do?" I was like, "I, I just need you to." Well, Not the, be here would be ideal. The gist of the story is Daniel went to Malaysia and had exploding diarrhea. Oh, we'll be great. right back right after this. You're listening to the Todd Glass Show, America. That's right. We go to Malaysia. The Todd Glass Show is coming right back. Wait right there. Toddy's coming back.
coming back. I love it. Love the jingles. Thinking about making more jingles because the person on Facebook that said they had enough jingles, I'm going to make a jingle for that person. I will win people over with my jingles. I just, you know, it's more than a show that I do here. What I do, and I think, you know, Blake, you've all said it behind my back, the word, I, maybe, Eric, you said it best. You said Todd Glass. What are you reading over there? Did you hear in Did the, I mention the it in... Again? Um, the, uh, one of the cardinals who stole some of the uh, secret papers mm-hmm. from the Pope that you know proved some some shady stuff was going on. They sentenced them to pri- to prison time, mm-hmm. and which is kind of ironic because uh, at the Vatican, the prison is the only place where you don't get anally raped. <laughs> <laughs> they put birds in prison. That's that's the entire bit. Did, did that's what I saw. You asked me where I was looking at. That's I know, I but I'm in the middle of. All right. What I do Katie, here. edit this out. No, no, no. <laughs> that stays. <laughs> no, that's I'm, I'm basically trying out new jokes. <laughs> Come on. In the middle. But what I do, and I'm Daniel, I, for, I forgive you. Thank you. Forgive you. I forgive people. But what I do is I create a mood here. Some people are listening to the show right now. They need to be at a, at, at a different place. Good morning, starshine. That's right. Take it in. The earth says hello. All right, enough of that. Bullshit. <laughs> Can I just say one last thing? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Todd. Oh, no. Do not. Oh, I'm turning into Richard Simmons now. Do not do that. That that one, I really don't know. We're going to talk about it off the air. I don't want to have that, because then I won't be able to laugh. What, what else did you want I'm to just going to say... For real. Mm-hmm. If, every, if anybody does want to travel and you are legitimately, you'll go, hey, why not Malaysia? Do uh, f- hit me up on Twitter. I have a great travel agent I know over there and, and, and some places that I, I will legitimately recommend to you. No joke. To George Carlin. I will. Uh, oh, my God. You're serious? Answer. Yeah. Shut that off. I thought you were joking. No, no joke. <laughs> no, you're not going to fucking plug a travel agent. I mean, well, I, I would. So go. I'm, pl- I'm plugging a country. If you want to go, I, I will tell you places. That's not, all, you you're you That's hey, not all you're plugging. That's not all you're plugging. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Singly, 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 Country and I go, 
Listen, we got serious stuff to get to. Todd, can I say something? If it's only if it's... Uh, it's, to about, jo- it's about you. To, what do you think? I'm that... Go- huh? no. I was just going to say, you found a way to mess up the lyrics, even with them printed big and funny. I know. You, well, that's a good point. I'm glad you moved over to the monk to point well, it I out. Well, I wanted to talk. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, listen. He had one hit of pot, and this is what I deal with. Um, by I'm the crazy. Way, right, turn his mic on. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> I'm not. I will be controlling that mic. Does anybody want to take a bet? How long it will take for Crystal to lose that microphone? <laughs> no, no, no. He, it, look, I don't want to make it like it's just. I know when he's anxious, but it's funny too. So as long as it, as long as he does it, and I point it out, everything's okay. Yeah, I feel like we're at the place now. Maybe I don't have to say this, but I feel like we're, we've known each other so long that. We can make fun of each other without worrying about hurting other. Like you, you and I can we have yes. shorthand. You can we can make fun of each other without having Look, to stop and address it. Here's here's what I'm gonna say. If if I ever really if I say to George Carr, and that means I might really want someone to stop it. But I agree. If everybody on this show doesn't know that you know, like you said, you know that you love them and respect them, uh, then then someone should pull me aside and go. To tell you the truth, I don't. Because I would never go. What I'd be like. I thought you knew. Yeah. So yeah, we we're, we're in a safe zone here. Safe space. Safe, whatever you fucking want to call it. Yeah. <laughs> but but Chris, the guy who thinks being in a safe zone is he gets to yell at other people. Yeah. I think we did, did we do this bit before. Like I yell at you, you go say, "I Todd, we're in a safe zone." You fucking piece of shit. You fucking sit over there and you don't talk close enough to your mic. You fucking pile of shit. Todd, I thought we were in a safe zone. We are. That's why I'm telling you this. <laughs> <laughs> I got to be honest. All right, listen, we're gonna go on to um, what is this? Oh, Andrew. Uh, and you've got to talk nice and loud over there, uh, Eric. Andrew uh, lives with Eric. Andrew's sensitive from the show. He lives with Eric now, mm-hmm. and uh, who is former military, defends this, the U.S. of A. He's in the military. Thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. I think it's about time we show him a little. Do you have any nice military music? Because let me tell you something. This man served our country. I pledge allegiance. And by the way, when the you're, you know how sometimes the military, the Navy, will make fun of the... Uh, What's, there will be no... I'm drilling every microphone down. Um, yes. You different know how, branches of the military yeah, will make fun yeah, of each okay. other. Okay, which, which is... It's all, it, hold on one second. Hold on, hold on. Uh, <laughs> the sound guy who announces the sounds before he does them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, since when did... When I need these cues, I'll ask... Uh, uh, <laughs> Uh, hold on. Uh, Todd, I don't mean to interrupt the show, but we have your chicken sound ready. Attention, Todd, I have your clucking sound ready. And if you want to do the pizza guy that shows up and plays in the toilet, I got that ready, too. Hey, we haven't played the family guy jingle in the background for a while. How about if I drop in a little trumpet playing from the family guy? All right. Can you do that? 
He doesn't have that ready. No. He was searching for something. <laughs> um, it's okay. So here, let's get back to the show. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. Stop. Don't, don't do what, what Eric said you do sometimes. If people tease you, don't make them feel guilty about teasing you. Like, you're, oh, woe is me. You, you can handle a little ribbing. <laughs> he just did it again. Was that it was behind his mind? back. Eric yeah. said that. Yeah, I'm telling you, this is one sure way for you not to be able to smoke pot on the show. And I'm being honest. I'm being honest. No, you know what you're doing. He said you know to what you're doing. Privacy. And let me tell you something. If I died right now of a heart attack, everyone would tell you that they, well, they wouldn't have to die of a heart attack. Yeah, don't, like if I don't man. say I have a heart attack. Why not? What is, what is it going to? Am I going to bring it on? Give me a heart attack. I'll echo the words of George Is there any way Scarlett. that the situation we're experiencing could possibly yeah. be greater than what that's you are when, describing to us? That's when Daniel was afraid to I tell think me. They know. I think they know. That's why I'm making uh, well, a call back to Okay. So what happened? So Andrew lives with you. And here's the, here's the way I am. And, and I want you to not take advantage of it, Chris. As I'm going to go over to the store with Eric, I have to check back with Chris because I want to make sure he's in a good headspace. Why? Because I, I know sometimes you're sensitive and you get your feelings hurt I'm easy. I'm not sensitive. I just don't. What will t- it'll take a b- <laughs> That's all right. We have nothing but time. You know what? I'll decide. I disagree, by the way. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, by I the mean, way, I mean, thank you. Yeah, thank you. I don't know if this is funny to the listeners. It, it, you know, no, that's what we're talking about. I'm enjoying about. it. Yeah, it is. So what's the matter? Go ahead, talk no, to me. No, nothing's wrong. I'm fine. No, no, seriously. I just feel like you guys are attacking me. Uh, he's doing uh, a bit. Okay, no, over I'm to you. Not. Over to you. you I like you how I said him. I didn't want to say on. Andrew. I wanted to say my roommate. So Todd set it up. because okay, Andrew is Eric's roommate. And well, he has story. There's no reason Are to you hide gonna tell it. me the thing you told me outside? Yeah. <laughs> so listen to this. So he this goes. So Andrew, tell him what Andrew told you, why he grazes. Oh, we were talking about food and healthy diets. And <laughs> he's obviously a lot bigger guy than I am. But he was trying to lecture me. And he goes, well, that's why I don't, I don't eat three meals a day. I, I just graze. I don't need to eat a big meal. I graze. Well, Andrew, yeah, so do cows. <laughs> big, fat fucking cows. 1,500-pound cows. They don't wake up and make themselves breakfast. They graze all day. That's... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh my god! Yeah, I love the part he goes. You didn't wake up and make breakfast. The big fat fucking cows. <laughs> they don't have one. Yeah, <laughs> they don't have. Yeah, they don't have one meal a day. You ever seen a cow making a, a light oh, sandwich and soup? We ate so much of breakfast. I don't know if we could do lunch. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> tell what do they do? Story. They graze. All the, so listen to this. Now, by the way, this purpose of this story. Uh, last night I figured out it's not. You don't worry about the dog. <laughs> yeah, I know. The no, dog's yeah, fine in the story. It's Andrew we're worried about. Okay, so with that in mind, here we go. Uh, he asked me. <laughs> he, he said, do you want me to give your dog a bath? Okay. And I thought, well, all right. If you think my dog stinks, go ahead. Yeah, nobody wants a stinky dog. Give her a bath. And, uh, but then I, I realized while it was happening, he mentioned earlier in the day that he was going to take a bath. And I thought that was kind of weird. I, he didn't say shower. He was going to take a bath. Oh, I don't but, but then I realized, holy shit, he's taking a bath with my dog. He's in the bathtub Can with my bo- dog. He's in the bathtub with the dog. Now, by the way, there's something weird about that at two levels. And we at should one say level, that, that Eric has a Saint Bernard. Which, <laughs> what type? So, no, there was very little water in that tub. Uh, the dog, by the way, uh, here's the thing: the dog's cleaner than it was. 
even. But you, you were know, worried about no, the dog. You said to no, me, "No, no." I'm saying that what's funny about that. Forget about the other aspect of it, like the, just the mentalness of getting in the dog in the tub. There's something very erotic about that. I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, is, it, but, is it a but, male dog? No, but oh, listen, a female dog. Oh, right. Come on. You took it there. No, I didn't. Me, it was a female dog. Oh, my, well, my, that's fine. But still, that doesn't. First of all, matter, if you're fucking dogs, I don't. Well, do you, I guess you do care. I was going to say, yeah, by the time you're fucking really dogs, matter, you probably right? don't care. I would it's never not, fuck a male like dog. Not. It's not like you walk in on your roommate fucking ugly. What the fuck are you doing? No, it's a female dog. Yeah, I'm not a weirdo. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you something. I bet some guy that fucks dogs is homophobic. You know it has to be. In, in this world, there's a guy out there fucking dogs, and he doesn't understand gay people. He goes, I know I fuck dogs. Maybe he says to his closest friend or something, he goes, I know I fuck dogs, but I do not understand homosexuals. And the other guy goes, well, me neither, but uh, what are you going to do? Anyway, that's why well, I would, would, you, would you draw a line on something like that? I hope people at home laugh at what I just said, and then I'll find out how little I get support in this room. <laughs> All right, so play something. He's in the military. Do you have anything nice you can play for him? Yeah, I do, actually. Okay, we'll play it. For military. Sing it. Put reverb in his mic. Oh, yeah, Thank you. this for us at boot camp. Where can you find pleasure? Search the world for treasure. Learn science, technology. I don't know this song very well. Uh, yes, no. There we uh, go. It's all right. It's all right. Well, there's, so listen, there's the part about the Navy. Please, this is why in I... In the I, Navy. Hold on. I, I, I know, but it's okay. It's okay. I know that was fun. It would have been fun to sing. No yeah, one's yeah. doubting it. Um, so um, uh, where do we go? I saw Taken 2 last night. The Takinging. It was awesome, by the way. What did you see? Taken Two. What's that? It's the new Liam Neeson movie where good. He, 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 someone kidnaps his family again. Was it fun? Was it good? I mean, yeah, it was great. What's it called again? Taken Two. How 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 did this movie pass you by? It's I don't know. Everywhere. It would have what to was be last? A, was it what in was the last movie you saw in the theater? In the theater? Yeah. What's going on over there? Puppets. Um, what was the last, last movie I saw in the theater? Um, of course, I'm curious what you guys are saying now. I was just going to say, I want to clarify that I do not think Andrew was fucking my dog. Of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, I think this wouldn't be a funny story if that's what you thought. Well, again, I'd be, I'd be more worried about his stability. It's an intervention. If, if you really thought that that's what was happening, we probably would discuss it off the air. Yeah. No, but I hope he's not because we'd all feel stupid. <laughs> Um, well, oh my God, what do I have? Yeah. I feel gr- Oh my God, what is this? How do I know exactly how people want to feel? There's a rhyme and a reason for everything I do. Oh, you're doing jokes, then you play this? Yeah. Hello, laughter, what you knowin'? I got to hear I think I hear Jay Leno singing it from the ducks. 
feeling groovy. Feeling groovy. It's hard to do it like that. Feeling groovy. Tom Likas, take it away. Tom Likas, I've got gravy in my neck. Dump that bitch. You're listening to the Tom Likas Show. Number one in the market. Shove it up your ass, cocksuckers. I turn it off. <laughs> he doesn't, that woman doesn't feel like Tom understands him. We didn't talk about the debates at all. Well, well, maybe you guys discussed it last nah, week. Yeah, you got nothing to talk about. <laughs> There's nothing to talk about. I don't. You know what? Yeah, he did a better job. I get it, but I still like. Uh, you know, it's know. like watching someone brilliant fuck up, versus someone dumb be at their best. That's what it is. I mean, I, I'm high right now, and I'm either right, which means why do I say that? Because I'm either right on the money. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought that maybe some of you would say, yeah, I thought that was came out great, but then I saw by your reactions, no one seemed to be. Uh, like, in other words, I just said something that for me brought clarity to it to myself because it's like people go, you're not even listening. Like, no, somebody can be so, turn you off so much that, yeah, I'm not a moron. I get he did better on the debates. But still, that doesn't mean he became brilliant and forward thinking. No, no. and this, Yeah, he did better. There's this, no doubt about that. I'm not was, an idiot. And I think that's what this was would, his wheelhouse. Let me say this. I think that's why people try to find a reason to maybe say he didn't do so bad or explain why. Because someone you, you think more of doesn't mean they're doing everything you want them to do. Doesn't mean you wish they would have fucking done that. And God damn it, they didn't. But at the end of the day, you go, Ugh, I'm not thrilled with everything he did. And I wish he'd do more. But I ain't fucking voting for the other guy. And that you're not wrong to think that. So when you see him do bad at something, I guess it just became more clear to me to sit here and go, yeah, he didn't do well in that debate. He's still the, he's still the person I want to be in the office. And it also, by the way, I think spoke to how much people are on. You're right. You're right. And, but I think it also it just goes to show you how little debates matter. But it also uh, goes to show how much people underestimate Mitt Romney because Mitt Romney is not a dummy. I mean, he's a billionaire. And he's a very successful person at what he does. There is a reason for that. He has gotten there on his, you know, with using the skills that he has. And the skills that he has is talking financial mumbo jumbo, selling financial ideas. Well, you know, right. whether or not they have any merit to the merit to them or not, that's really you know, up to the economists to sort through. But he's definitely good at talking about financial ideas. No, he certainly is. Right, Todd? Do you agree? Yes, he's a dreamer. <laughs> I'm a dreamer. But let me tell you something, America. I know this show goes all over the place. God, for the love of God, we're getting calls from Poland. What if getting... Romney wins? Have you ever considered that? Shh, please, I'm trying to have a nice night. I did. It scares the living shit out of me. Does it like really? It, like for, for real? Bring the music down, not too much. Like, yes. Have you like? I've really never thought... been. I've. Ne- I don't want to end the show on to to dream the impossible dream to fight the unbearable sorrow. Ba ba ba. If I could get rid of the words, I'd be okay because I've got the cadence and I. Pause it. All right. No. Yes. It was the fir- it, uh, it's it's the first time I ever went. There have been other elections. I don't really pay attention that much, and I should. I will absolutely vote. I've only voted twice in my life. I will vote this time. But it's the only time. I, the other way, I went. Eh, I wish this person would win, but I didn't ever say this. This time, it's like, oh, that'll just f- suck. Yeah. That'll just that suck. suck. 
That's uh-huh. why I'm going to vote. And you got to uh, vote I too. Mean, our vote here doesn't matter as much because California will go uh, to Obama. But there is a lot, of, a lot of local propositions that people should care about, and mm-hmm. and there are some local elections that are happening that I think, <laughs> especially in states like California, that are important. Read your uh, voter uh, registration ballots and uh, and all the uh, proposition uh, arguments. You should have gotten that in the mail. There's other blah, you know, like sometimes you'll read like a proposition argument for like you'll read a pro and then a con. You know which one is bullshit? The which one, one that uses exclamation points to make their uh, argument. You ever you ever read that? I'll go. You know, we're, we're, they want to raise taxes by fifteen percent. That's ludicrous. <laughs> put a it's like, really? Am I reading a am I reading a smart person's argument for uh, for you know what I mean for political agenda with exclamation points and smiley faces? <laughs> it's funny you talk about because the other day I sent a thank you to somebody and I put like twenty explanation twenty explanation marks yeah. and then I took out some of them. <laughs> yeah, I go like like that's gonna change. I don't want to look like I'm you know hey, like Todd, so thankful. Why don't you just bring up the dirty blankets. Again. It's funny you talk about those dirty blankets because more and more people are actually calling me and emailing me and agree. We got to go to the close. We got to do the last bit right now. So here's what we're going to do. Um, thank you, everybody. This has been a fun. I love that story about Andrew. It's probably the best thing that's ever happened to me. Um, <laughs> um, by the way, uh, uh, James Adomian was saying that he wa- we were at a restaurant in, in uh, when we were in the Toronto Comedy Festival. And, he, and we were sitting in a restaurant. We had food, so we didn't need room service. He goes, there should be a service that brings the bedroom to you. Like, we, sit, we have all the food at the restaurant. We have a whole menu. We order everything. But then they we can go, call it a room service. Yes. And then they bring a bed to you. Like, like, all of a sudden, you're sitting in a restaurant. But they go, okay, lift up your feet. Oh, no, I got it. I'm sorry. I thought you were actually making a funny pun. <laughs> I, I was, but then But no it one. was completely. No, no, but I get that. You're in bed, but it's not like. It's you, room service. They already call it a room service. No, no, but here's. It's, I know. Now you could call it room service for this too, but they're bringing you okay, the room. Yes, thank That's you. why I thought it was. Uh, I didn't stop for it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Daniel, I registered it. <laughs> I gave you what you no, deserve. I was probably on one of those rolls. No, where, no, no. Go hey, ahead. So he let's said, talk about. Um, what, what? Hey, everybody. Did you know I learned a song I could do? Do you have that scatting song? Yeah. Oh, Daniel, you're going to love this. Can I have some reverb? Mm-hmm. This is a song that you can do? Cause I can do this song, and this is a real song. Mm. So let's not be stupid here. You got it? Is that one of those? Oh, okay, I'll just wait. Well, you don't have to wait. Ready? Yeah. I'm cool. I was born well, that's right. 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 I thought we had that funny song that somebody sent in. It was like, what was it? No, William Shatner. Somebody wants us to play the song about we're all the one they like. But I guess we'll we'll, we'll go to commercial with that. Oh, yeah. Oh, play play, uh, that cat that calls in. I don't even know what they sent in, but we'll play it. They sent this. They emailed the cat. Somebody called in. Oh, it's the... Oh, my God. Pause this. 
Is the cat singing Tom Jones or am I crazy? Oh, yeah. I think it might be. It does sound like yeah, that. It does sound like that. Oh, my God. That's got to be hard. This is the cat. Very impressive. Great. I think, he's doing I think great. he is doing good. Can you play the rest of it? Sounds good. Very impressive. This is great. <laughs> listen, listen, they get into a fight. Listen. Is that another cat? Is that a backup song? Pause it out. Right, fade it out. That's that's. We didn't know the words. I thought that was all disrespectful. <laughs> blah 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 Blah, 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 I don't feel I'm asking for too much if all I want is a, a, to, to walk into a room and be able to put my head on a pillow that hasn't been touched by somebody before. So what if the pillow's been reused? I just think it's uh, seriously, and I'm, I'm. I just feel like. <laughs> right, here's how we're ending the show today. Uh, so Katie, when is your show? Oh, so my show is now. We've combined with the other show there on Thursday. Shut so the now fuck up. Every Thursday. Every Thursday. Every Thursday. Is it uh, at the palace? At the palace in Los Feliz. If you go to comedypalacela.com, you can find out more info. It's free every Thursday. Daniel just did it. I did just do it last week. And he killed. And Todd uh, has done it and probably will do it again soon, Every time I'm there. Blake hosts it a lot. I'm glad that people go there and enjoy the comedy there because I like that it became like a really... uh, It's fun to go there. It's like its own thing. I love a lot of industry. No, stop. Not joking. Really? No, yeah. Here's me going now. <laughs> I run God, straight you wait till Thursday. <laughs> what? Oh, I thought you had a And the food's delicious. Right yes, and food's delicious. And say that again. Great Tell show. me when you have that. <laughs> Tell me when you have it. Uh, Billy Morris Endeavors was there the other day. <laughs> 
Yeah. Say say that again. Say there's a lot of industry there. A lot of industry there. I gotta leave. Todd, Todd, wait, Todd, it's a Thursday. It's not even Thursday yet. Todd. Wait, hold on, hold on. He's idling. <laughs> He's not going. All right, Todd, are you coming back? Turn off your flashers, Todd. <laughs> All right. He's backing up. It sounds like he's backing. He's changing yeah, he gears. Like he's having trouble. Todd. Todd. I think he's Todd. in neutral. Todd. Todd. Wait. Todd. No, you're in neutral. You're in neutral. Put it in the ground. You're gonna flood the engine. Guys, my car wouldn't start. I, that no. bit we we had a lot of we had a lot of uh, you know uh, we we you had to have a there was a. You know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. You you had to be a lot of what do you call it poetic justice because all of a sudden I'm in the car suspension of disbelief. Yeah, and then I comedic come right back comedic liberties. Comedic liberties and I come right back to the mic and I go uh, oh, I couldn't get out of here. Like there's no way I would have gotten from the car up here that quick. All right, so here's how we're going to wrap up the show. That is fun. What I meant was I love to go to Katie's show because um, it's its own thing. I think good shows it's not only what happens during the show, but it's what happens before and after the show. I love hanging out, I love eating dinner, I love standing on the sidewalk in the other night and talking to everybody. It's just all good. Sometimes Sometimes wit can get on my nerves, but other than that, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, I'm kidding. Um, so, uh, uh. later today on What the Fuck with Mark Marin, Mark sits down and has an in-depth interview with somebody. There you go, coming up <laughs> now, on the Mark Marin show. Todd Glass show. Thank you. All right, we're going to end with this person that wanted me to do. Their, they work out, and they thought, why don't we do like something where we do we motivate people. Well, they're working out. So we'll go around the room so we're not over-talking each other. And we're gonna, we're gonna, this is how we're going to close the show today. So we're going to motivate people while they're working out. We'll all have our turn. You, the people might say, you know who really got me motivated? Daniel. You know who did it for me in a silly way? It was, it was, it was Blake. So we'll go uh, – we'll just do every – well, we'll just do it all – we'll do it us right here because otherwise – Eric, if you want to move over to the mic and give it a shot, it's up to you. So um, is that good? Sure. It seems like it's uh, – I had so much fun today. Uh, are we doing it through the yeah, we're doing it through the headphones. So, you'll, yeah, you will. Um, feeling Ooh, With all due respect. What? And, and I, lo- better you know, be- I love this show. I love podcasts. I love the medium of podcasting. Mm-hmm. What do you got for me? But if you're looking for motivation to work out to, maybe listening to podcasts isn't really the best. Daniel. Is it, am, I, am I in the wrong here? Yes. It's a joke. Oh. Just, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's, no, no, no. Somebody really did say it. But they said uh, it like jokingly, like, hey, still looking for that, you know, because maybe it could work. Who knows? You, I but, mean, do you see how, how I would interpret No, no, no. You could have got an email, hey, I listen to your show when I work out, and it, could you say but, something to motivate me? And you know what I would be doing about that email yeah. if I took it that way? Talking about it. Oh, okay. You think it would just slide by me, someone that's really listening to the show? This isn't a person that's angry, like, when are you going to do that motivate? It was like jokingly, because one time I said, I should release a karaoke on the show, I said I should release a karaoke like motivation, like we do song parodies to work out to, or maybe we just play the song and we talk instead of the real words. And they said, "Hey, you're still looking for that, like comedically?" Okay. You want to edit all this out? No, yeah. this is where we were. You were confused. Do you admit you were no, confused? Seriously, I listen to the NPR <laughs> Fresh Air when I go running. You don't listen to this show. Oh. No, you don't listen to this show, right? This show? Yeah, of course I do. Only Come when I'm not on it. Really? Uh-huh. Well, I'm going to start doing that more. <laughs> so you get. <laughs> so, so I get so, my film. So you get your. <laughs> Daniel's got a girl. Right, you know what? Daniel's got a girl. You know what? Friend.
That's immature. It's it, it, well because I think at one point I'm all into the repetition. I get it. No one loves it more than what's this? Todd Glass Show, the Todd Glass Show. Everything's better on the Todd Glass Show. It's the best podcast you'll ever know. Because everything is better on the Todd Glass Show. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. The Todd Glass Show, the Todd Glass Show. Everything's better on the Todd Glass Show. It's the best podcast you'll ever know. Because everything's better on the Todd Glass Show. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. The Todd Glass Show, the Todd Glass Show. Show. Everything's better on the Todd Glass Show. It's the best podcast you'll ever know. Everything's better on the Todd Glass Show. Two, three, we're done. We have to end with this business thing. Okay, let's do it. All right. Uh, you're okay? Yeah. Did I hear you? That's a horrible way to ask somebody. I, I really want Are you crying? <laughs> <laughs> That's not how I laugh. Hi, I'm Todd Glass. I used to laugh like this. It was embarrassing. <laughs> but after three weeks, I learned to laugh like this. <laughs> well, that had to be fun. <laughs> I learned to say things like, oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> I learned how to be cool at parties. Why well, even learned how to do this? <laughs> You're bad. <laughs> That's right. And now this jazzy, jazzy music plays behind me all the time. Hi, I'm Todd Glass. You right remember me from the people. Alright, play the song party. You guys I had so much fun today. I had fun. Yeah. I, I you know what? I'm gonna start donating to the show. Are we taking donations? No. I'll never take a donation. People send me money, I keep it. <laughs> Get the hint, motherfuckers. Um no, no, no. I don't want any money. I, I this is fine. Seriously, to George Carlin. But we are starting to sell shirts. Yeah! yeah. <clears throat> we don't need to plug anything. If I want to... Okay, so... Uh, okay, play that, and then we'll all give our motivation. And then this was fun, and you're fun. I'm fun. We're all, look at us. Who would have thought? Do we know the name of the person that's working on Do we know... Oh, you didn't put it on there? No. Mm. Oh, yeah, I did. Workout. Uh, where is it? Do you find it on here? It says workout. Am I not... Can I not find it? Can I find it? No, it's on here. Play this. Oh, yeah, what's her name? Emily Levin. It's like Katie's last name, but one letter short. E- Emily Levin? Yes. Not as cool. Not as cool. Sorry, Emily. Emily Levin. Not a Levine. Just from the same Jewish tribe. What's this? <clears throat> Ring of Fire. Oh. Ring of Fire. Mona Lisa, Mona Lisa, men have named you. That's great. I love this. You're so like that lady with the magic smile. That doogie. Is it only because you're lonely, Mona Lisa? (laughs) That the men have seen the sadness in your eyes. Do you smile to tempt a lover, Mona Lisa? Or is this your way to hide a broken heart? 
Many dreams have been brought to your doorstep. They just lie there and they die there. Are you warm? Are you real, Molisa? Oh, Doogie. We're loving that here. Brilliant. Brilliant. Okay. You're working out. That was great. <laughs> Go see Doogie Horner in Philadelphia, everybody. Does he sell those on iTunes? Because he shouldn't. Oh, you're right. Okay, everybody. You're working out. Now, come on. Now, listen. I'm not bullshitting. I think you could do this. I think you got it in you. I know you want to stop because it sucks. I get it. But I'm with you right now. Come on. Just burn. 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 It just sucks. But you know what it says? Someone told me this a long time ago and I actually do really believe it. They go, you think you should be here in your career. You think you should be doing this. You want to do this. But the truth is you can't even, it's just to motivate you, you can't even fucking do this. This represents everything else you want to do. Call it corny? Yeah. Let me tell you something. You shut the fuck up and you can do this. Burn. It feels good. It feels good. Now it might suck. Get into that it sucks. You have to embrace. Don't let anyone tell you you're going to like it. Just own that it blows. Own that it sucks. And just own that it's doing something good for you. You are moving your fucking body. You are mo- Blood is moving. Okay, over to you, Chris. Or Blake. Ah, this next one goes out to Emily Levin working out on the treadmill today. Let's turn those teats into tits. Let's turn that butt into a hot smoking ass. And stride. And stride. And yeah, you got to glide too, Emily, because you're looking great on that treadmill. But you're about to look a whole lot better, sweetheart. That's right. Pout those lips. Pout those lips and you move those hips. Over to you. Chris, do you want to take a shot at it? Come on, everybody. Hold on, hold on. When we pass what? between each other, it doesn't mean you you stop and move and burn and burn. That that TV that goes and two and three. Fuck that. You need to go and fuck and fuck. It doesn't mean fuck. It means that the, um, the word just go and you can do it. And let's go and do it and fuck and fuck and fuck and do it. You got, you're doing it. The weird thing is, even though this is comedic right now, we got you going where you need to fucking go. And while you're doing it, fucking be proud of your fucking self. You're doing it. You picked it up to a different speed. Let me tell you something. That's not bullshit. What we said, this represents everything else. You're not only going to start dropping weight, we're going to be like, this fucking works. I know what I'm fucking doing. I know what I'm doing. We're doing it. Bullshit or not, you're laughing and fucking running right now. And that's the fucking best thing you could be doing. But still, two, two, go and go and go. Over to you, Chris. Now, Emily, you not be, might not be feeling too great about your body right now, but let me tell you, girl, it looks great. You look great. Keep working hard. Work that body work that you body guys, you sure you maybe we should uh, play this for the guys if you know what i'm talking about i'm trying to motivate people in general and you Me guys too. get over there come on girls you got it in you now let's go here let's move it pick it up honey <laughs> pick it up honey listen those you know anyway daniel please, back daniel, to you over to you emily yes you deserve better than this and you know it that's where you're running right now you deserve a better life that's right. And you know where it starts? It starts with feeling better about yourself. And that's what you're doing right now. You are... All right. That's, that's, yeah, you hear that? You hear that? That's support. That's moral support for, for the journey you're on, for the journey to feel better about yourself, to look better, to get a better, better, guy, better looking guy. You, you could be the best looking girl in your group of friends. Make all the other girls jealous at how good you look. But don't make promises you can't keep. <laughs> 
Now leaving Nerdist.com. 